0: If of you supported the show, I'd be less sick of podcasts.
1: Blah <laughs> blah <laughs> blah, the blah blah blah. Sending out good vibes. The blah blah blah, good vibes. The blah blah blah, good vibes. The blah blah good vibes. Good vibes. breaths
2: of deep gratitude and prayers for guidance and protection, and put on a de-dre-do and shamanic drumming track, shivers or vibrations and stuff like that.
3: what they've been doing all these activations on me so with these codes i have access to now i can do the same thing to people and help them in the same way that they've helped me they will still come through in the sessions and help and like kind of offer guidance and like well this is what you got to do and they'll show me
0: okay guys welcome back to the grand america show we are going to be chatting with two friend of the show, Jason Slowoski, a little bit later. He's been on the show once before, maybe on an intro and on a full show. Anyway, you know the guy I did the DMT with back in the day. Um, all around good guy, and of course we're coming at you from Pocatello, 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 Idaho. Uh, at the kitchen table in an airbnb so the quality of the audio is probably not exactly where it normally is but uh we got a bit of a a rig set up here and uh, we figure we get the show up
2: yeah we got to get the show we're on our way back from contact at the cabin magic on the mountain in arizona we survived uh being crashed our party was crashed by greg carwood from thc he brought some super technologically advanced uh hash mixed up hash doobies and tried to get everybody so baked that we couldn't function at our at our event
0: yeah it was good was i forget the name (laughs) damn i wanted to give a shout out to his buddy that came with him too
2: i'm just kidding but it was pretty funny because it it was pretty funny because the intro the intro night you know every all the guests are our guest speakers introducing themselves and and the whole everybody was pretty pretty fried And I think it was Greg's fault So thanks Greg You're blaming Greg for that? Yeah Yeah, shout out to
0: Greg or at the Higher Side
2: Chats We brought these fancy doobies Like super high tech fancy things
0: Yeah, he came out With his buddy from San Diego Of course Kyle was there buddy Kyle from the Rez And Owen Hunt Joe Roop Brandon Powell We had a great group of guys out there Having a great time It was a hell of a drive We're we're not quite done it yet We got another I think around ten and a half hours to go Depending on whether or not the border blockade clears up tomorrow.
2: Which I didn't even want to really talk about the border, but now we just heard, like, just recently it's supposed to clear in the morning, which will save us a couple hours if we can go through the normal crossing, right?
0: It will save us a bit of time if we can go through the normal crossing, maybe an hour and a half, two hours. Unless it's all, like, backed up and shit. That's one thing to consider, is there, like, a whole lot of stuff waiting to get through?
2: Oh yeah, there might be. yeah. there could be So it was a great event though, wow, fantastic. I think next year we're going to do it in Northern California, and I a we'll sort of similar similar one, but yeah, it was fantastic. Such good people, I mean, meeting awesome people from all over all over North America, really. I mean, not really Canada, mainly the states, but
0: Charlie was from France. Yeah, that was the farthest one, I think, yeah. this time, so yeah we're going to do it again, the same weekend next year, February 9th to 13th. Mount Shasta by Redding, California. So if you want to get on that, check out the contact at the cabin website. We're just going to keep going with these things until they shut us down. We are under emergency rule now. I think we officially have a ruler in Canada now, but we're still in the state. So we'll see. Maybe we won't even get in because we're persona non grata
2: yeah it's pretty much the old war measures act i guess which was revamped to be the emergency powers act or something like that or emergency i can't remember the exact name but yeah they uh, all the politicians you know they they had a big vote to try and release all the mandates and it, they voted against it basically so i mean we had a i guess 151-4 i guess the other party kind of stepped up and tried to do to make something happen because of all the pressure from all the people but uh, they're still doing it So who knows what's going to happen But I mean Most of like Our provincial ones I guess are almost gone Right The mandates are almost gone I mean it's working towards Just ground.
0: masks left Yeah Just And some capacity stuff On things that I, are, I'm not affected by
2: And here we are in America Where you don't even have to wear masks I mean it's a, we, we, we all noticed a, a, a significant difference We were talking about it today Where you walk into a restaurant We all sat down at a restaurant And
0: Yeah it's tough to say Other than the restaurant Because we didn't go to a city It'd be interesting to see what, like, Phoenix was like. Phoenix and Salt Lake City, for a fair comparison to what we're comparing to home, which is a bit of a metropolis. I mean, I don't think we've seen as many people on the entire trip as live in Calgary.
2: Yeah, that's true, yeah.
0: Counting Salt Lake City. Yeah. Right? I'd be interested to add them all up. But it was very sparsely populated, the entire trip. I mean... We were kind of on that mountain plateau. We were on that plateau of the Rocky Mountains for a lot of it. And then we went into like the mountains in Utah, whatever they're called. Like we were, I want to say we didn't go below 3,500 feet the entire road trip.
2: And most of it on the way down, we went straight down to, to Pine Top, Arizona. And it was really sparsely populated. Like you were saying, there's not yeah. like for Other than 10, 12 hours. There's nothing around like, Nothing around for it really gives you the sense that there's a lot of area, a lot of land in, in America that's still you
0: probably get the opposite if you drive down the eastern seaboard, yeah, or through California. Yeah, You're just- like, what the fuck, yeah, but uh, it seems like Utah, eastern Arizona, at least Montana and Idaho and eastern Idaho are like fucking empty for all intents and purposes. And Salt Lake goes on for fucking ever. Like, I thought we were almost through Salt Lake today. And then I seen... Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. And then I seen downtown off in the distance finally coming up. And I had to pee so bad. But we made it. Made it to Pocatello. We do got to give a shout out to uh, Steve Lynch. Who sent us uh, our sick axes.
2: Oh, my God, yeah. We got a couple axes. Handmade, right? Handmade axes. And, of course, Darren, I I wanted to bring it up uh, via Darren crossing the border and has to say to the border guard when he's asking, so what are you guys bringing over? And we're all like, what do you mean? Like, we got nothing. He's like, any weapons and stuff? And then Darren's like, as a second afterthought, sort of, after the guy turns around punching stuff in the community, Darren's like, well, I do got a tomahawk in my bag. (laughs) And that was kind of the thing is like, stopped asking questions after that. He's like, okay, go ahead. <laughs> go right ahead.
0: And I did have a tomahawk in my back. That was beautiful. A beautiful tomahawk, yeah. And amazing. I got like
2: almost like a great axe. It's like uh, it's bigger than, it's almost taller than me. Uh, and I can use it as a staff. It's like an axe staff. It's like a four-foot tall axe. Yeah, it's a great axe, like a two-handed great axe almost. Um, almost like a battle axe, really.
0: Yeah, we got to send Steve some pictures of us with them, And we did put some pictures of him on the social media. If you guys check out the Twitter or the Instagram, there's some pictures of him on there. And if it looks like something you want done, uh, spam Graham and we can connect you with Steve. He does make pieces for people. If you have a website, Steve, let us know what it is. Or if you want people to reach out to you directly, let us know. But if you want an ax or something cool like that, let us know and you put, we'll put you in Steve's direction. He's in the process of making me a custom... Uh, Field dressing knife, nice. because remember I left I you know I have a real problem with these field dressing knives. Remember I left the other one I had just bought a new one because I'd left the last one in the woods, and then I left it at the elk. Son of a bitch! So now I'll have a new one, and it'll be super nice and special. So I won't want to. Hopefully, won't just leave it in the woods.
2: I think I'm going to get a friend of the show, Sean Toma. Shout out to him, tattoo artist in Calgary. Great artist too. The guy was painting with there for a while. He's. I'm gonna get him to do the do some wood burning on the axe and get it get some runes on it and stuff. I think.
0: Did he fire Make you?
2: Kind of. No. No. I had COVID. Remember.
0: You just never went back from the COVID. Yeah, I just never went back. You never from the recovered. Time. Yeah. You got the long COVID. I'm too stuff? busy.
2: I got I got other stuff to do.
0: do. You still have the long COVID.
2: No comment. Really. Are you fully recovered? Not well yet. no, I don't know. My breath holds still sucks. So I don't know. I don't have any other measurement technique. Like everything else seems fine, you know. But your breath a little holds? foggy sometimes, a little brain foggy a little bit. But I mean, I don't know. That's you know, who knows? Could be just old age. <laughs> Early onset dementia. Even the, the breath much. holds down though? Yeah, the breath holds are down, yeah. From three minutes to one and a half, now they're down to a minute. They're
0: getting much. worse?
2: They did get worse, yeah. They haven't got worse in a while. Like they you know. It varies. It's a minute to a minute and a half right now, but I used to be able to do like literally three, four, three and a half minutes.
0: I can't do long, so I don't know what, where the threshold was before. Yeah. I have nothing to compare it to.
2: Yeah. I mean, it could be because I'm out of shape, but I don't think so. I think it's COVID. I'm going to blame a lot of stuff on COVID. I could see that. Fucking yeah. bioweapon I attack, man.
0: This. Yes, I think mean, you feel very attacked by COVID. Very few things bring out the victim mentality and grab fire. <laughs> COVID appears, is, that, one sure. is one of them
2: for sure. COVID 19 is one of them. I wanted to shout out, uh, just give a quick shout out to uh, one of our listeners here, just because we we're on the topic of sort of the borders and all this stuff. But he sent me a YouTube video, and I'll put it in the show notes. Um, and it's from namanja Nakik. And he was at the uh, border, the massive trucker rally convoy blockade at the Pacific border crossing in Surrey. And he says uh, people have had enough. Um, an army veteran showed up there in his military uniform and he, he basically videoed him and this guy of 25 years. His name's James Top. He's going to march across the country around 2,800 miles, God he says, damn, in protest crazy. of these public health measures. So I don't know what's going to happen to him now that there's an emergency. There's an is emergency. Is someone
0: following him in a camper van or I something? Don't
2: know. I don't know how he's going to sleep. Why but don't
0: I... you march across the country <clears> for COVID?
1: God,
2: imagine.
0: Join him when he comes. No, through.
2: there's another convoy. Like I don't know, dude.
0: Don't You'd rather we'll drive.
2: See. Yeah, I'd rather drive.
0: Well, don't join the convoy just yet because I don't until the emergency thing is over because I don't need our bank accounts being frozen.
2: Yeah, it's pretty nasty. But there, did we talk about that already at the beginning?
0: No, not really. It's pretty wild uh, what's going on in Canada right now, though. I mean, we're in a in a wild time, but it looks like uh, I mean the coot's border is going home tomorrow, so if some of that stuff happens, maybe it be if that clears up now. Trudeau will have to. I mean, it'd be hard to keep it going if they clear it up. So, and here's the thing. I mean, those boys uh, got her done in a lot of ways for us in Alberta. So whatever happens for, federally, we remains to be seen. But the Alberta protest, from my perspective, seems to be uh, successful because they might say it's not because of the trucks, but the uh, vaccine exemption or passport system was dropped like within fucking 72 hours of them blocking that road
2: do you want to talk about how they how they're dismantling it and what they said about it
0: no i don't want to until we know more there's okay. enough shit flying around that we it think... sounds
2: it sounds like very uh very legit way they're doing it though like yeah answer it, yeah. it
0: seems like they've taken the high road yet again And they're sacrificing maybe further protest in the way of their movement being completely sullied and then being able to use the scapegoats for maybe something worse. So uh, anyway, I mean, it's exciting news in the sense at least, you know, mom got to go out for dinner uh, yesterday for the first time in like a year because she's been in Manitoba where you can't even test your way in. So, uh, but I guess I'll be able to start going for lunch again. Wow. Wow. Imagine that. I'll start to wear a for a couple of weeks.
2: I mean, I'm really interested to see what's going to happen with the with the with the uh, domestic flights and the travel in in and out of our country. You know, that's the main thing. How did you get out of the country? Me. Never. I don't want to talk about all that yet. Well, well, let's wait till next episode. when We're back safely at in the, home in, in Canada. Country? We'll just uh, we'll do a little. Maybe we'll do a little rundown. But otherwise, maybe we should
0: and, save that for the plus side of outlaws.
2: Yeah, that's a this good a idea. A couple of felonies. What? <laughs> no. Jesus.
0: Alleged. Alleged. <laughs> Federal offenses? I guess we don't have felonies in Canada. Reminded of one of those too though. Um anyway. Grammarka.j slash support. I can't touch the table here, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking rickety ass fucking setup. Whatever happened with Curry's podcast in a box. I You'd know. We were
2: get well, we were getting inspired to get a van or some <laughs> off road vehicle and maybe travel more and now, now that I could read I can do my job on the road as well, really. If we had a proper setup, for which it wouldn't be hard to do, really.
0: And we're doing more and more events. This is the other thing too, right? Yeah. Like if I look like at I'd it, I'd like
2: to take my time. Do and I want to put one, forty
0: thousand like- kilometers on my track in events this year? Seems like a lot. Yeah. And you know, every year after year, I don't mind doing it for a bit, but eventually, it'd be nice to have something where we don't even need this.
2: Yeah, and it's and flying would be good, of course, to get there. But it's not. It's nice to drive too. But if as long as you're not rushing, like twelve hour days of driving is a lot.
0: We just in a van do like down six, by the river, podcasting. six or eight,
2: you know, and stop. We could
0: just be down by the river podcasting right now.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Just cru- cruising. Anyway, it's uh, it was a great trip though. We went to where? Did we make it to Flagstaff? We turned before Flagstaff, didn't we? We went to the Meteor Crater. What's it called? Meteor Crater. Arizona anyway Beringer
2: maybe Beringer it was in
0: the middle of Arizona on Route 66
2: and we did see the petrified forest that we were was back. listen
0: we tried to pop in and see this stupid crater and like $150 and 25 minutes later I was I was a little underwhelmed I gotta say that was an expensive disappointment
2: well you, of course we, in, the,
0: in America you can't just you can't just walk drive you up walk. and check out the crater yeah
2: Got to go through the whole, they they make you go through the whole maze, the gift shop and the museum, and to, all get set you to up watch a rate, movie. 25 bucks each. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, it was cool though. It was and the Petrified
2: Forest was a big surprise to me. That was amazing.
0: At first, I was like, oh my God, this place sucks. The first half, not great. I bet you that Painted Forest is actually pretty fucking dope at sunset. But uh, other than that, it wasn't really super cool until the last two stops. The last two stops were pretty epic. The trees have literally, they've literally turned into crystals. They're not I mean, like
2: fossilized; they're like crystallized,
0: multicolored. It's like a little of both, even.
2: Multi, yeah, multi, yeah, little of both. Fossilized yeah. and yeah.
0: crystallized. And some almost still looks like it's legit wood. You could look right at it and think, "Oh, that's a piece of wood," and then you pick it up and it's super heavy, and it's not. And then another one looks like a fucking magical crystal.
2: Did, did I tell you? Did, did, did I tell you? When we did Joe Roop, when Joe Roop did his last meditation, sort of astral travel thing, which we did, which, which was quite amazing. I almost, I think I was almost there. But we had, it was a really good visualization. And when, you, when he asked us to travel to an object, astrally or whatever, or try to, I went to one of those, one of those trees forest. in the crystal forest. Yeah. And I found out a whole bunch of girls, they were all talking in the kitchen afterwards. They all, a bunch of women, they all they all went to the Crystal Forest too, so that's interesting.
0: I wasn't in the, I, uh, I skipped the out-of-body thing. <laughs> it's not my thing. I was outside. Scared? Smoking my way out of my body.
2: <laughs> I, I just don't need that,
0: you know? Yeah. I'm not at a point in my life where I need that.
2: I mean, it was an amazing relaxation. If I mean, amazing experience, regardless of whether you leave that, your body or that not. That was my
0: other concern: is that I would have fallen asleep after like four days in a row of very little sleep and a lot of driving. And of course, we had a bit of grief with cars—too many cars for not enough parking spots—and uh, a neighbor who liked to report us over and over again. I mean, it looked like he called the cops on us a couple of times too, but because they drove by that place like four times, real slow, but they never came in.
2: The cops did, yeah. Maybe they heard the drumming and the breath work like, and oh, the, the chanting and whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: We got a cult.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Another cult. <laughs> anyway, it was a, an amazing event.
2: Yeah, we did the cold water plunges, and a lot of people participated in that with Brandon. That was great.
0: Had a couple of pools. Shout out to Keith and Gage over at Gorilla Catering.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: Russ
2: Russ from Brothers of the Serpent
0: too Pulled off another amazing meal plan for us And Russ was there Cracking us up And everyone who came would love you motherfuckers Many laughs Oh dude the one night I was laughing so hard It's like I laughed more this weekend than I've laughed Since the last fucking cack of it Yeah There's something special about the uh, This one kind of right in there With the Utah one where it's uh i mean don't get me wrong the Randall events are fantastic i love doing them but there's something about these other ones where we get out in the actual cabins in the woods or in the wherever we are when we're all in the same sort of building instead of hotel rooms that's just a little more uh intimate, oh yeah, yeah interactive. that's
2: a good point yeah yeah yeah, is that what the other one's going to be like? In, in uh near near Mount Shasta in Northern California,
0: the Shasta one is going to be. So is
2: it another huge place like it's that? It's a
0: huge place. Yeah, so like that's a cool, Three yeah. floor, a wow. wow. whack of bedrooms, and then wow. it's also on twenty two acres.
2: Oh, that's fantastic! Twenty two acres Lots on of camping. Own, yeah. So we'll do
0: a bunch of camping. <sighs> it's going to be a great time. We added another day again because everyone wanted more time. Everyone always wants more time. So we had another flex day in there. We've got events coming out the yin yang and of course here's the thing this is about egypt and everyone's gonna be like
2: fuck
0: i need to go to egypt this episode
2: a- yeah jason gets into like he was doing like reiki attunements to people should I even say this? Are we even I guess he it. said it on the... But, the, but Reiki Tumans to people underneath the pyramid in the underground complex. His he, he had a real similar. connection in Egypt like crazy.
0: His experience was very similar to the tour we're about to do. Yeah. He yeah. jumped onto a tour that was quite similar to our... Not a exactly spiritual connection
2: course. to the Egyptian gods, I mean, and the giants we'll see. and stuff. Too, well, soon you know, to a, <laughs>
0: too soon to tell. Too soon to tell. You're a much different person than you were the last time you went to Egypt. That's right. Maybe you can invoke the giant gods to stretch you out another six inches. There you go. Yeah. That would be Or I will though. just slim me down. We'll, we'll just stretch you out without adding any.
2: There you go. So you're like. Perfect.
0: Naturally. Well, Russ gave us that Egypt presentation. You missed it. I know. But it got me super, super, super excited about Egypt. And I think there's only like six spots left. Luckily, I'm, we're going. But you guys so that'll are going to this, that'll be on this. There's a link go. to
2: that in the show notes too. Is there?
0: UnchartedX.com yeah. slash yours.
2: Yeah. And, okay. and contacted the cabin for the other stuff too. And Jason's websites. And our episode with James Brown about the electrified Egyptians. What? I put a link in the show notes to that too.
0: What number was it?
2: 180, I think. Episode 180 with James Brown. That was one of my favorite episodes back then. That was great.
0: Did you ever electrify your spur?
2: Did, uh. I don't think so. Was I? Did I say I was gonna?
0: I don't know if you did or not, but um, you haven't. You should. You should try that. Let us know how it goes.
2: Static like, yeah.
0: I can't remember the ins and outs. You'd probably want to re-listen to the episode. Well, I was thinking you just like cut off the end of a vacuum cleaner cord, and split it, expose the wires, and then just. Uh,
2: no, Touch that's it. way too, no, they're. he's talking like static electricity, I think, not fucking AC. So we could just get you like a rug glove and he could jerk off <laughs> that.
0: There you go,
2: <laughs> Make sure the cats are close by. <laughs> well, you know, there's cats in Egypt all the time. So you think they're,
0: oh my God. <laughs>
2: I think James's theory was that those, like, hand mirrors... Well, they, they call them hand mirrors, but he's like, this is ridiculous. That The, the mainstream narrative was these things that they always carry around, and they look like a hand mirror, and they call them... I think they call them hand mirrors. But he thinks that's a disc, a metal disc to capture uh, static electricity. From fucking cats. And then use it on your balls, I guess, when you ejaculate. Electrify
0: your sperm. Let us know how that goes. You will have to keep us up to date. Uh, Grandamerica.ca slash support guys If you can Value for value show well, If you're getting some value from the podcast Send some value back our way Grandamerica.ca slash support Support the show today I think we'll leave it around there Still gonna edit this thing It's getting late We're hoping we can sneak back into the country tomorrow That's now under uh, an emergency t- War measures act So we're like Sneaking into a country under the cover of war we could still just try sneaking it.
2: No, no, we'll just go the regular way. I
0: don't want to. All right. Yeah. have no bitching when I'm bitching at the cops. And the oh, my guards. God.
2: I'll I be good you cop. to
0: bitching with me.
2: Okay. Oh, no, yeah, I will. Yeah. Not
0: at me. Yeah. All right, guys. Enjoy the chat. Jason Slowoski. Slowoski?
2: Jason Slawoski, welcome to America. Thanks, buddy.
3: Hey, thanks for having me. Very excited and a little anxious, but mostly excited. <laughs> yeah, in
2: studio too. This will be a pleasure.
3: Oh yeah. I thought it was Slawoski. Uh, oh, there's not a lot of us around. We, you know, we we were we're happy just uh, just to just be included. Just, <laughs> 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 no, just as <laughs> long as you say it nicely. Yeah, it's it's Slawoski, but Slawoski. What did I say? said wrong he said he thought it was something else in, right. in a rare
0: moment
2: <laughs> I pronounced the name right yeah and I pronounced it wrong well it's gonna be nice because we we had it we did a show recently and there was a delay on the audio that was pretty frustrating and like every time it seems mm-hmm. so this will be nice where we're finally and they might have been drunk finally in the, <laughs> in the uh you know
0: in the room, there's degrees. no delay yeah so you went to Egypt is out that- are we jumping right into that? Are we giving your background? I mean, you did come on. I can't remember what episode you were on before, but you were on the show before.
3: Oh well, yeah. Talking I, about chasing we did, Bigfoot, we did. Uh, I I was I was here when you guys were recording a, an intro once, like a couple years ago. Yeah, in the studio, not here. Yeah, not in the your that old was when studio we were in that yep. uh, office. And space. I still remember that because right when we ended it, it was what hour eleven minutes. So I thought that was pretty cool. Like, that was. A
0: <laughs> yeah, so we ended up just making an episode out of it. Because it was so long.
3: Did you? Oh, I'm no, no, sure right. we did. Yeah, I'll, I'll bet you, I bet
2: you we did, yeah. I'll
3: yeah. check. Yeah. Mm.
2: Huh. Can you hear my chair squeaking or?
0: No. No? Okay. <laughs> no, it was That's why I threw that chair out and you took it out of the garbage.
2: Yeah. So let's uh, let's get into your background a little bit, like sure. get, like because we probably didn't even do that the last time. No. We probably focused on Sasquatch well, and all these other crazy things. Well, that's seven what happened. Fives, but.
3: Yeah, I think the last one, like I was just, I think I just stopped by to drop something off, and you're like, hey, we're gonna do an intro. You want to hang out? And it just kind of went. Yeah. I started talking. And I just didn't shut up until you told me to shut up. <laughs> but a lot of things are, have happened since then. So, a um, little bit about me, sure. Um, so, um. Where do I even start? I that's guess fine. I would say I, I I haven't been into the spiritual things and energy work for all that long. So I'm 43 years old right now. And um, it started for me in late 2015, early 2016. And why that's, I want to make sure people understand that is because the things I'm going to talk about are um, pretty out there. What I'm going to get into and the things that um, I've learned and the abilities I've come into and the experiences I've had. And more than anything, I think people, what I would like them to know is that it's, there's not anything overly special about me and anybody can learn these things and find a way to have similar experiences. Um, so for me, it started out, um, I mean, I don't want to get too deep into the history of, of what I've done. Um, but it just started out, um, I guess, well, my whole life, um, pretty normal upbringing, um, normal careers, normal jobs, um. Did have some experiences sprinkled throughout my life where like really bizarre things would happen. And I would just be like, what the heck was this? Why did that happen? But it was like once in a blue moon and just enough for me, cause I, I kind of always had this knowing, um, There was something else. There was something else. I always had that knowing. I always knew there was things I was going to do when I was older and I don't know how I knew, but then even when I would have those knowings, I'd think, okay, well, I'm just telling myself a silly story or whatever. Right. Um, but I did, did have, did have some weird things happen. And, um, but other than that, you know, I worked in oil field, I worked in construction, I worked in law enforcement for almost a decade. Um, was always a pretty decent person, but not always the nicest person. You know, it's not like I grew up with flowers and rainbows and love and light. I really didn't. Um, And I was pretty, you know, if you want to talk about people being programmed, I was, you know, I mean, I worked in law enforcement. I was pretty programmed into, into the, you know, all the beliefs and raised Catholic and all that. So 2015 early, something happened and I don't know, I can't even explain what all of a sudden just something kind of turned on. I was like, okay, it's time to start seeking knowledge, time to start learning things. Um, So first step was I went to a psychic for a few readings and she right away picked up. She's like, you're meant to be a healer. You're meant to do energy work. And it's very powerful within you. And I was kind of like, part of me was like, "Yeah, I, I get that." And then another part was kind of like, "Yeah, sure, probably say that to everybody." <laughs> and you,
2: and you, um, you just had the sense that you had to start learning more. Like you had to,
3: yeah, open like, up and learn more like, or something. Yeah, it was just it, it started in February of 2015, and like I don't even know. I think maybe I started having. I think it was actually dreams. I started having weird dreams, and just every once in a while, I'd feel something. Feel like there was a presence in my. Well, at the time I lived in energy and I was I in, in my, in my duplex and I would just, you know, be laying down in bed and just, I could just feel something around me. And just, there was, it was weird that, and some dreams, I think it was just turned on this, this drive that there's, there's things I need to do. There's things I need to learn about.
2: And we met in CE5 with uh, Celia probably. Uh, 2016, I think, I think. It was probably 2016. Was it yep. that long ago? It was five, six years ago probably. Well, you were on the
3: show
0: in 2019, January 2019. January 2019. Oh, episode
2: yeah. 327,
0: it was actually the Michael Wan episode, and you were the intro. It was an hour and five-minute long intro. Hmm. So episode 327, 2019 if you want so That's when you were hunting Bigfoot, and we were talking about East City Ranch and stuff.
3: Yeah, and, um, and even and the Bigfoot stuff. Like I mean, I- Right, unless we going to go for four hours, I don't want to go on to Bigfoot tangent, but no, they were like instrumental in my yeah, journey yeah, totally. too, because they, so, they, st- they still are.
2: Well, and we had many experiences together for the CE5s. I mean, most of, probably a lot of my, maybe most of my crazy experiences in c 5 you were there, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah. you, me, Randy, uh, a couple other guys, and yeah. uh, in that place near Timber there, which we had the, a lot of them, there was maybe eight of us there. Mm-hmm including Celia and her mom probably and a yeah. couple others. And that was quite early in your journey, right then? So yeah. 2016. If we met probably in 2016, it was like a year into your journey probably. Yeah. Cause I remember exactly. it being like being in- fascinated that you had, cause just meeting you, I thought maybe you were doing this for a lifetime, you know? I mean, a lot of people you meet, they're kind of been into this stuff for decades, yep. you yep. know? And you were, I was shocked that Oh wow. You just sort of got into all this.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I was, it was, it was fairly early on and, and yeah. And it was just, and like ce 5s is just one of those things where like, uh, pro I'm sure I watched, uh, one of probably Dr. Greer's documentaries and it was like, ooh. Richard? S- what's that? <laughs> Richard- <laughs> he always calls him Richard Greer. <laughs> oh, <I know>. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was just, that was just one of those things. Where it was like, ooh, that's interesting. You know, with the Sasquatch, ooh, that's interesting. So, uh, 2016, one of the first things I did, like after starting to get into meditation, um, which (laughs) I, I started getting into meditation in 2015, trying, I didn't get it until 2000, late in 2020. So if you're starting a meditation practice, stick it with it because it gets real good when you start to get good at it. But, um, but meditation and then I uh, took a Reiki class and started actually. When was that? That was like. March, April of 2016, I took the first time.
0: Oh yeah. When did we smoke the DMT? The first time. Was, um Must have been twenty nineteen. Actually late twenty nineteen, right?
3: Yeah, I would yeah. think so. Yeah. That was well yeah, that was your first time. But yeah, yeah my first yeah. time. Yeah. And I and for me, like yeah, when um you know, plant medicines have been a big part of my journey and when you use them with the proper intention, um they're amazing. But I mean, including, including uh, cannabis, that's a, that is a plant medicine. Now, um, bit of a tangent, but like I always, you know, I've been starting to tell people from what I've learned um, and experienced, like if you're, you know, like smoke a joint, like just throw some protection on yourself because you open yourself up to all sorts of things, just like, you know, alcohol, any of that, anything that changes your consciousness at all, you know, do something to protect yourself, just put a, imagine some white light, ask for protection, however you want to do it. So there's lots of different ways, but um, it's mainly
2: based on intent. Really?
3: Yeah, really. Yeah, And I need to get into some really advanced stuff, but, um, but yeah, just doing that basic thing, setting those intention that you're not allowing anything to kind of mess with you. And um, yeah, it's just, it's really important. I think, you know, that's a big problem with with society today, like, you know, there's so many problems and so much anger and different things. And, and like, we really do live in a world where there are, you know, forces of light, forces of dark, good and evil, all that thing that is very, very real. And 90, like probably close to a hundred percent of the population really has no idea. And you think it's just something you see in movies, but like when you start, getting into consciousness and exploring that um, you realize how real this is and that it's something to be taken care, taken seriously and take care, you know, take steps to kind of protect yourself and, and work with it. You know, like this, you know, everything we're going through today, this is all like some really dark things behind it at the root right? It's not just, it's, yeah, there's, there's money and there's power and there's politicians, but like, what's behind them? There's some real dark things. Is it some metaphysical? Real, like? like dark, yeah. Like real dark energy. Yeah. Arcon- it's just like, Arconic? Like what would you call it? Um, yes, it, it's partly that, but even when you get deeper into it, it's like, you know, so I've been Showing, like, I mean, I've had a lot of connections with like God, Source, Creator, whatever you want to call it. Like, I've connected with that energy on the light, but it also exists on the dark. Like, when you talk about God and Creator, whatever your, your belief system is, it's basically all the same. But it's also everything. It's 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 created everything. It's created the good. It's created the bad. It's created the light. It's created the dark. And it's it's just it all it all. It's all necessary and it all exists and it all has purpose, but we're each individual, everything is an individual expression of that.
2: Why create the bad then? Because without that, you can't have the good? Well,
3: yeah. Like, what's the point? If everything is just good, it's all about, it's all about, you know, the source energy and God energy trying to experience itself. So if we, if it, you know, if, if all there was, was a bunch of light workers running around, like, what the hell would you do? Like, it, like, you know, really, um, I almost, like, I, I see it, it, it very much is like, like, you know, our existence is very much kind of like a video game. Like, I don't, you know, if that makes any sense, yeah, it's yeah. like, it's like, we're all, it's like, we're all characters when it comes down to it. And then you, you know, and your, your soul is seeking to sort of have experiences and level up and it's all about returning to that source energy. and. You know, to me, the goal of being human is to in our lifetimes return to source and gain that understanding and that knowledge as much as we can while we're here. and then, when you go back onto the other side, you know there's life reviews and all that sort of stuff, but then eventually you're kind of return and you have you have much greater. Um, knowledge and understanding, but we come here and we forget and we try and remember. Can you remember? remember?
2: Can you remember? I mean, remember that we had the show the other night last yesterday, the big secret of the secrets <sighs> was how to remember. Yeah.
0: Remember what? The I forget. Life.
2: Your legs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, the remembering your death. Yeah. Like, your previous yeah. Life.
2: Yeah. I haven't, I haven't listened to that yet, but that's going to be very interesting.
3: Great. Well, um, I'm starting to remember like you know starting to remember like having snippets of past life memory bringing back you know things I've done in past lives those some of the knowledge is coming back some of the abilities so <laughs> it's, it's it's getting a little crazy uh, I I'm not going to pretend to understand all of it um cuz like even though so going back to my journey even though I kind of started in 2016 it's been like all oh my even the last few weeks have been crazy. Um the last um half of 2021 was real crazy and then it started getting real crazy in the blue moon we had in 2020 on October on on Halloween. Like that's I really started opening up to a lot on that night. Um up until that point, you know, I just kind of meditated, did reiki healings, was pretty good at it and just trying to learn, trying to learn, trying to learn and Um, and yeah, um, again, plant medicine ceremonies and meditating with intention on them. That was like really, really huge for me. And it's not necessary for everybody, but for me, that's just part of my path. Everybody's going to have a different path and, um, and yeah, so I got a question. Okay.
2: How about all the tattoos? I,
3: every, every time oh. I see you, uh, you got a new one.
2: Like, <laughs> when was the first one, and did that play a part in the journey? Because yes. what if that? What if that? Because you've got a lot of sacred symbology yeah. on your, yeah. Symbology.
3: That's that's a great question. I'm glad you asked. Um, it's all sacred geometry, and I put like I don't put anything on me without a lot of thought, and meditation, and there's got to be a reason behind it. And yeah, it absolutely. Uh, I don't know how to explain it, but they sort of, um, like when I do them, when I get them, there's an energy intention behind them. And every one of them has at one point um, had an activation done. So once, so like I said, it started getting crazy after that blue moon we had in 2020. Blue moon, dark sky? No, new moon. Oh, <laughs> no, remember, like, I, hey, isn't
0: it the new moon right now? I think it's I pretty know.
3: close, actually. I yeah. think it's
0: like tonight sometime.
3: Yeah, but remember in Halloween of 2020, where there was that blue moon because it was the second, blue, it was the second full moon. It was two full moons in October.
2: Yeah, it's pretty much waxing crescent, one point two percent.
0: So when's it go new?
2: Uh, it's past. Oh.
0: Son of a bitch, was I supposed to do magic? Probably yesterday.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can just manifest something new,
3: it's not too late.
0: I manifest a new pillow today. There you go, <laughs>
3: with money. <laughs> yeah. Money is a form of energy, so I know. But you go. Um, but yeah, that um, we had that blue moon in October 2020. That was because it was the second full moon in the same month, and it was it was. I, full moons are legit very powerful. Like I thought that was BS forever until I started r- noticing. It's hard to sleep for me. Huh? Yeah, I have trouble sleeping. Right. So yeah. Um. And when you know, if you meditate there, you get a lot more powerful manifestation energy and and different things.
0: New so. moon good for sleeping though, right? Hmm. That's and I have a new pillow. I mean, I'm looking forward to going to bed. <laughs> <sighs> new moon, dark sky, <laughs> sleepy Darren. <laughs> Have you guys gone out? So, Graham's, like, off the scene. Do you still go see Setian?
2: Well, I mean, COVID sort of threw a bit of a kink into it, too. I mean, I, I was I know, getting the I mean, emails the from I a Vancouver guy. Out in the woods. One of our past guests, Terry Tabando, and I was getting emails from him, and he's like, oh, I got to follow the protocols and social distance and mask. And I'm like, I'm not going to go in this seat. Imagine I wouldn't go out there because I'm not in Vancouver, but, I mean, I wouldn't be going out if I had. Well, you and Jake could have No, no, I know. I know. And, but... It's throwing too. a kink in, you know, in mm. the organization. People just don't want to go out and hang out with people. That As was much. the plan. As much. That was the plan. And, uh, that's right. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm going to do it though, because I have a bit of a different take on it now. To, you know, I, I want to
0: hear you guys have this out. Graham's uh, Graham's quickly, quickly having second thoughts on the C five. Well,
3: I it's been for a while though, right? Yeah, yeah, for about
0: a, for about fifty episodes, I think.
3: Yeah. Well. So this is where, so it's actually a very timely question because this is what happened and where it gets crazy and it kind of relates to the C5 stuff. So, um, once I had, I had, um, pretty, you know, great experience on that blue moon and, um, more so not, it was more so about just personal, like, you know, energy activating within me. Um, but. Then, shortly after that, when I was doing healing sessions, people started saying, Hey, did you realize there's like extraterrestrials coming through, like energetically? And they're, while you're working on me, I have my eyes closed and I can see them coming through and also working on me. And I was like, mm, Yeah, I kind of felt something was different. But, like, and I mean, this is the other thing too, just gonna set, say this right now because some people are probably gonna hear what I say and go, Oh my God, how do you know it's good and stuff? I am like so anal. About setting protection and boundaries, everything I do, I'm, you know, super, you know, super intentional with it. It's light and it's, you know, I'm protected. My client's protected. So, so I'm just going to throw that out there because I don't want to say that every time I talk about something crazy happening.
0: Um, Always anal first. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> so. So anyways, yeah. So they they started coming through in my sessions and that's, and yeah, it's a big, they've been a big part of my journey.
2: Anal Um, protection. That too.
0: (laughs) That too. I mean, that's why you got to do the Pilates. Is that what Pilates do? Tighten your butt? Sure, yeah. Can can I just like.
3: Flex it like this, that. yeah. That's like, a I'm, Kegel. Not, I'm working out. The Kegel. I, think, <laughs> yeah. I think that I might be more to Pilates. I should start I working <laughs> out during the podcast. <laughs> I'll
0: you do- might
2: Be careful, you might trigger some kundalini over there. I'll do those in the, in the tongue in the top of the mouth.
3: Uh, <laughs> sorry, Jay. That's all good.
2: <laughs> Take you off track here. So, so we're so you okay, so you're getting into like. Yeah, this This is is going to
0: Egypt now. Are we? No, no, no. We're still on the C five thing. Yeah. So, but I thought the C five was going to be in Egypt. I thought that's where that was going to go. No. Son of a bitch. No. Sorry, brother. That's all right. It's good to be wrong sometimes too. otherwise, it's like a movie. Yeah. It's like (laughs) this.
2: But people were saying that the aliens were coming through on the. uh, Yeah. So.
3: So yeah, I did a couple. There's a couple sessions where. where people were like, yeah, they're coming through and I'm like, oh, okay. And they're like, yeah, it was like incredible. Like they're doing heart shocker activations and they're, you know, um, one person was, felt like she was like taken on to, she she figured it was a ship, but she wasn't sure. And then I'm just like, "Um, okay, you know, and this is like, that's, that's how it kind of started. And that's just when it, that was, got the ball rolling on the that shit craziness that I wow. now live. So what was now?
0: it like the first time? Cause you gotta be like, you know, you're just and is that okay. after okay. We you're had doing, doing some Reiki. This is already like a pretty intense experience for you. Cause you're just learning how to do it. And also yes. it's like, so when I got abducted by well, an alien just now, bro, well, you gotta be like, what the okay. fuck? So
3: the very first time <laughs> was, so I learned in 2016 and I had been doing it for a while. And uh, the first time that happened was like November, 2020 and, and it was in a group setting. It was a group meditation and somebody else is leading a meditation. I was doing energy work. And while I was working on one particular person, um, cause I was standing, I was kind of standing over top of her and all of a sudden everything, it was like, I completely lost consciousness. And I was just in this space of pure, brilliant white. And I didn't even know what was going on. Cause like I was so gone, I couldn't even think. I was beyond the point of thinking and I kind of had my hands back, like, um, kind of like I was standing up, my arms were stretched down and back. And what brought me back to the room was something smacked one of my hands and it immediately snapped me back into my body. And I had no idea where I was for a split second. And I thought I was falling because something hit my hand. And then I quickly, you know, after a second, I realized where I was and I looked behind me and there was absolutely nothing around me that could have possibly hit my hand. And I was like, what the hell is this? So then I kind of, and when I do energy work, um, when I come, when I'm, you know, cause I'm channeling energy and a lot of times it feels like a dream when I stop. So I don't always remember and And plus at that particular time, there was like 12 or 13 more people that I had to go around and work on. So I was like, I made a note and this person had um, a printed blanket that was very distinctive. So I was like, okay, I got to talk to this person because I want to know what the hell happened. And then I went through the rest of the night and, you know, and a whole bunch of other cool stuff happened. Like, you know, I could, you know, like feeling Jesus and different, re- like all kinds of like orbs and stuff. And I was just like, what the heck, but um, I was, that kind of stuff had been happening, but this particular thing with, you know, hitting my hand, that was very new. So anyways, towards the end of the night, we're all done. There's two girls talking and they're in, in the one room and they were, one was crying and everybody's leaving and saying goodbye. And I was like, oh, I gotta hurry up and get people out and go see this, what, what's going on over here. Cause I just nosy <laughs> really. And, uh, and plus they're, you know, I was usually it's tears of joy or good things when in that kind of setting, right? So I'm like, what the heck happened? So finally I got over there and like, Hey, what's going on? And she's like, I need some answers. I need some help. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? And she tells me the story about how, you know, um, she saw this white light, found herself on, she's pretty sure it was a ship and, but whatever it was, it was like, she saw extraterrestrials around her Um, she said it felt very, very positive and I'm pretty sure this one was that they were doing a bunch of work on her heart and maybe her throat as well. But she's like, I don't know what it was, but it felt important. And she's like, it was just the most profound experience ever. And I don't understand what happened. Do you know what happened? And as she's telling me this. I completely forgot about the thing hitting my hand and what, everything I experienced. Cause like I said, it's like almost like a dream and other stuff happened. And when she started talking, I was just like, oh my God, wait a minute. Where were you laying? And she points. And I'm like, oh, did you have this blanket with this print? And she's like, oh my God. She pulls it out of the thing. I'm like, yes. So I told her what I experienced, you know? And then, so, you know, she had a cry and we did, did you figure out what hit your hand? Um, It was... Well, so this is the thing with, with uh, like extraterrestrials and extra dimensional beings, like there could be one right here and like there's not, but there could theoretically be. And if you're not tuning into them and paying attention or not sensitive to them, you would never know. So it was just one of them hitting me. telling. I didn't me, know if that
2: was part of her story with the white light. Oh, no, 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 no.
3: Man. So that was just them telling me, okay, we're <clears throat> done. Come back to the room.
2: So you both hit this white, this experience with white light, yeah. which is
3: fascinating. So, so that was the first time it happened. And, um, uh,
2: so that was well after our CE5 experiences and stuff that we had just yeah. out there in a group meditating, looking for UFOs yeah. and seeing stuff in the
3: sky. And yeah. some but, people but had but it all started with that, yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's, that's the thing. Like you do these simple practices and, um, if you're into it, you can kind of expand on it into some pretty. Pretty amazing things. So
2: do you remember when me, you and Randy were out at that one spot on our own and on the way there we saw that thing right when we were pulling up in the sky?
3: Was that the same night we saw the northern lights?
2: Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, that night I had that was the night I think we were playing some Pink Floyd in the background at one point. But, do you remember that? Were you there? I
3: don't remember See? Pink Floyd specifically, but, but I what?
2: had the, the such a shiver, like a full body shiver which I was getting back then quite a bit, but this was intense, like super intense and for a long, long, long time.
3: While, like, during like, the CE5? Yeah, yeah. Like, so it was like you were colder than you should have been? Oh yeah, and it was yeah. Through full your whole blown, body, down to now. your bones? Uh, probably, what would you say almost? Yeah,
2: that one, yeah. It was, um, yeah.
3: yeah, so. And vibrations are everywhere. And, uh, oh, wow. Yeah. I I don't, maybe I wasn't there. I can't remember if I've ever heard this before, but when that happens, that's like activations coming. They're, they're doing work on you. So I, I don't You've think activated. I activated it. well, there, it's not like a one-time thing. It's what a day was, What
2: was the day of this? I don't know. I don't, I don't know.
0: It's
3: 20. A
2: lot.
3: Yeah. So like, Isn't that's really, weird? that's really interesting because that they've done that. I've had that happen to me many, many times. Like, but it's, you know, usually when I'm at, I'm at home meditating and.
2: It was the day that we split off from Celia and the group and we went further uh, east down um, west. Down highway sixty eight. Do you remember that spot we used to go to on Highway 68? Or not Highway Sixty Eight, Dirt Road Sixty Eight. giving up your spot. and and uh <clears throat> yeah. Dirt Road And 68. we saw something right when we pulled in, we saw something up there and they saw the same thing from way back in Calgary.
3: Yeah, yeah. I do remember this,
2: but okay. did you and then we didn't see anything else for the rest of the night. Like we had sort of used up our
3: juice in a way. Yeah. Or but maybe oh, <laughs> right, right, right. Did you share this feeling cold thing with us? Probably, though? yeah, I would Or maybe- or, Well, it wasn't
2: cold. I wouldn't have said cold at
3: the time. Yeah. It was maybe, just a
2: shiver. Or, maybe at that point- It wasn't very pro- pro- prominent at the time, Mm-kay. I don't think,
3: but- Okay. Yeah, yeah. I totally remember the night. I just didn't- I don't remember you it talking about It was just the that. time
2: when I could ride it to yeah. the point for minutes on end, right? Where usually yeah. it doesn't last very long, but this was like a full-blown, like full body, mm-hmm. and I was able to just let it go for a long time. Yes.
3: So- yeah, that's that's really, that's really cool, like an actually.
2: orgasm? Yeah, kind of like a full-body orgasm. Cool. Mm-hmm. So what's your thought of CE5s now, then? I mean, like, you know, because, like, I do have some different thoughts on going out there and looking or opening yourself up to anything, whether it's beneficent UFOs or ETs, apparently. I mean, that's what we go and try and find, and we see stuff, but are they even, I don't even, I'm not even convinced that they're UFOs anymore. I mean, they could be all kinds of different things.
3: Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's not an identifiable object. So if it's in the sky, and you don't. Really no, no, eyes, no. But okay, pole, no, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry I said yeah, the I wrong you, thing. I mean, I, I mean, ET. Cause I just read it. Lame. What are my thoughts on C five? I still, I mean, I don't go out and do them all that often. Um, you know, a few times a year, four or five times a year. I like going out and doing them for people because when that's one of the cool things because like pretty much every time I go out, there's something cool is going to happen. And what I like to do, I don't like to do them for me necessarily, but I like to take people out and show them because if it's somebody new that's never experienced it and you're like, okay, watch this, we're going to get some like pretty anomalous lights in the sky and stuff. And they're like, yeah, right. And then you show them and then they're like, it's, it's like, it's kind of a bit of a red pill for people. Right. Totally. So that's what I really like and, and enjoy. Um, and it's been, like I said, it's been a few months. It's probably been, I think, probably October, September has been the last one that I did. And now I would probably be able to tune in more specifically. If I, if we saw something, I'd probably be able to tune into it and figure out a, more specifically what it is, as opposed to just, okay, where there's something.
2: What about just the, the act of us all out there opening up uh, ourselves to whatever... Well, that's the thing, protection,
3: you know, if we do it, the, condom. yeah, right. You got to put an anal protection, put a great big energy condom on. over oh, the entire group. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, 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 you know, if you set the, the intention for protection, um, and also, I know we're
2: out there with love and light and all yeah. that, like, I know there is that intention, but you that's in your most
0: vulnerable, your love and light and, waiting for Mother Earth to save the day. (laughs) (laughs) And you get fucking steamrolled.
2: (laughs) By an authoritarian government forcing you to take jobs. Fuck, I wish those truckers are here now. (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) That's a bit of an inside joke, but uh, hopefully... There's tons of this. We'll fill you in
3: after. Okay.
2: Okay. So where? Okay. So I mean, where do we want to go from here? Um, Get into the Egypt stuff and the well, right, ra- like, because you've sort of created a whole new. I well, mean, bef- I, I don't want to. Before we go to Egypt,
0: how down. is the DMT pen? Awesome. Yeah. Oh
3: yeah, yeah, it's good.
0: Psychedelia.io. Mm-hmm. Shout yep. out I our buddies over there. We're not going to say who or where or how. Psychedelia.io. Yep. Course, DMT always, pen. Yeah. It's always in the show notes <laughs> yep. uh, too.
3: Definitely recommend. So this
2: is like a convenient sort of way to hoot mm-hmm.
0: to smoke DMT. Yeah, I haven't tried it. Um, I got, uh, I had a sampler that someone that that they had sent me, obviously, and I, I gave it Jay. So because hmm. I'm not ready yet. I mean, how much still, of that is? I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. This. I'm still so, waiting. Okay. I think it'll be sometime this year, but I think I'm going to do it in my camper in the out camping.
3: Yeah, good.
0: Good, How much? You're ha- that makes you happy?
3: Yeah. <laughs> so the thing with plant medicines, okay, this is the key to them. They're not, you know. Yeah, but
2: are you, is that considered a plant medicine if it's the, deri- if it's the synthetic derivative of, of a
3: plant?
0: Why is it synthetic?
3: Or well, is, it's it, still, is it synthetic?
2: No. It,
0: it's, it's, just ext- it's, it's just an extract.
3: Extracted. It's just yeah, an extract. It's an extract that it's put in this liquid suspension. And then put into a vape pen, right? So it's still it's still Okay, yeah, it's still, still natural. So DMT. it's still plant yeah. medicine, yeah. 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 Um Does that mean cocaine? But it comes is still from your but medicine?
2: it comes yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, I think you do way more shit to go cocaine. Co-cocaine? I don't know, maybe yeah, you don't. Maybe.
2: No, but I mean if we I if, mean pure if we have endogenous not bad. DMT then What's that? DMT's
0: in in our bodies too. It's yep. endogenous. I'm not so. condoning or endorsing cocaine. I don't do cocaine. But, you know, the pure stuff. Was never as bad. No.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing I've never, never even seen it, but yeah, I mean, I, I would sus- suspect, strictly just spitballing here, but I would suspect like even that you could probably, if you had it without a bunch of a- added crap in it, and you were to do it and meditate, I would imagine you would have a. Could you grow it mouth. here? You think? I don't know. Can I grow I don't a cocoa a plant? about it.
0: Can you grow a <laughs> cocoa plant for me? Not to make <laughs> cocaine. But then we could uh, chew
2: on the leaves. Chew on stuff? the leaves when we're out mountain hiking? Yeah, yeah. Man, I
0: mean, you could use something. You could use something out there. Let's be honest.
2: <laughs> hey, once I get over my long COVID, I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. What's
0: that? For, like, about six months? That's gonna be <laughs> six, month month <laughs> five of long COVID. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, so did I answer your question? Or were you asking? We just how, getting what, started, what, really. How, what big of... What was a part? What did you mean? Like like the plant medicines in general?
2: Well, we, I guess it's just like when you say plant medicine, I would I agree that ayahuasca falls into that category, not yeah. to be specific, but DMT, extracted DMT, I don't know if it would.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It, it's literally a piece of the plant. And even when you look, the DMT molecule compared to like magic mushrooms- Yeah, it's very close. Are yeah. very, very, very yeah. close. Um, and, you know, and like, yeah, <laughs> cannabis is also plant medicine. doesn't get the respect it deserves, but- Use it with intention around here. and it's extremely <laughs> potent and it, it can help you kind of advance yourself. But the key is you don't want to become dependent on them. You don't want to be like using them all the time. Oh. You want to have those experiences. Yeah. So it's like, so this is the way I, it's like blazing a trail, right? You get to where you're going to be. Okay. Um, you have that experience, and then when you come down, you bring it back, and like you journal about it. Try and you know meditate on it, and then in your sober meditations, try and get back to that same place. And what happens is, after like we could talk for hours just on plant medicine, but like what happens is, eventually you get to places where you get to the places sober and meditation, or just in, or doing energy work that you used to use plant medicines for. So now. But you've raised the bar. So when you do your plant medicine journeys, you're going to a whole new place. And it just both keep es- escalating. So like the med- the energy work, the meditations, anything I do now, um. three years ago, it would have been a mushroom experience. Now, it's just, you know, all I have to do is close my eyes and set the intention to do things. So – um You know does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, Yeah.
2: no, totally. Yeah, and Um, that answers my question about the part DMT played in this whole journey. Like, mm. it seems like it played a bigger part than I thought.
3: Oh yeah, it was it was massive. Um, It's like, yeah, I mean, you know, DMT. I I mean, again, not for everybody because it's it's a really intense, a very short but super super intense experience. But it really blows something open in your in your third eye and in your consciousness. And like for me, once I did DMT a couple times, then cannabis became extremely psychedelic. Like it was a whole new experience, like not even, you know, because yeah, it, it just changed everything.
2: Did you change the way you're smoking cannabis or in, in consuming it?
3: Well, just that oh, the biggest thing was that I... Right after, I remember. I just remember the first, the first time after I did. I was probably the same day, to be honest. Um, and I, I smoked it, and I just remember these waves of energy going through me and seeing all these colors when I closed my eyes. And I was just like, "This has never happened from smoking pot." And, and also, just just a disclaimer, I, I, in my life, I use. You know, I use pot on and off. I would go years without smoking any marijuana. And then, um, I did DMT the first time in October, 2015. And then like a few months later, was the first time I ever did mushrooms. So it's not like I've been doing this all the time. Like, I I was, like I said, I was programmed. I thought I was actually, to be honest with you, the DMT, I watched the spirit molecule documentary. I was like, I got to try this. I got to experience this. And then, you know, it was profound. And then I was actually scared to try mushrooms. For some reason, I don't even know. It sounds so silly to me now, but I literally like, I was so nervous about doing mushrooms that like the people I did it with were like, dude, how can you do DMT and then be scared of mushrooms? Like that's usually you, it's the other way around. Like DMT is the one you're more apprehensive about, but like I was, I was so programmed. I was scared of mushrooms, but they all these things are consciousness expanding. And that's why they're illegal because they can teach us so much. Like. The power of our minds and our energy and intention is insane. Like absolutely mind blowing what we can do just by exercising our consciousness and the plants will teach you that.
2: We had a guy on that talked about, he's got a protocol for mushrooms. He's got like a modern sort of secret society type thing. Uh, I wouldn't call it secret. It wouldn't be secret. I guess it would be an esoteric society or something. His name is John Lamb Lash, and he was talking about doing mushrooms. Um, the, His way is you do them out in nature, daylight or nighttime. I remember?
0: can't remember.
2: I can't remember if daylight or night to, is a thing, but you don't um, close your eyes. Keep mm-hmm. your eyes open. Standing. So standing, oh, yeah, you can't
0: sit down ever. You
2: can't sit down, you can't lie down, you can't close your eyes. Stand up, keep your eyes open and just be in nature and look at nature and can watch nature. Can you walk nature. around
3: or just got to stand stationary?
2: No, I think you can walk around. The key is I think just no distractions besides nature in the day probably in the daylight I would
3: say. I like stand. it. Daylight Six nature standing, standing only. There.
2: Standing and and just absorbing the mother. Basically connecting with mother. Oh, wow. Earth.
3: I'm gonna have gotta, earth and the great light. I'm gonna have to look into that. That actually sounds really, really <clears throat> just amazing.
0: Trip on some balls and climb up in a big old redwood tree, eat a bunch of mushrooms. <laughs> I get into it.
3: Well, like yeah, I can just kind of like tuning into what that would do. Like that's that does sound really amazing. I mean, I've done them out in nature, but usually it's with somebody and we're chatting yeah. and and stuff. So yeah, that sounds like it'd be.
0: I might eat amazing. some mushrooms in the Arizona. Stranger things have happened. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so uh okay, let's let's get to um so we've gone through all that. I guess Egypt now, your Egypt sure. trip.
0: How so, did that happen anyway? Because I didn't even know you were going or anything. It was just like boom, okay. bang, I went to Egypt.
3: I that oh man, there's so much weirdness behind that trip that um don't want to even get into, but
2: why not? Oh, it was just. Synchronicity after synchronicity. Well, it was yeah. sort of
3: synchronicity, but like the reason I went was because I was, used to be friends with somebody that wanted me to go. And then we had a falling out and I wasn't even going to go. And then one of the other people that was going, like, like I was like, it was literally like a week and a half before. Cause I thought, I honestly thought the whole thing was going to be canceled. So um I just had my deposit and then like a week and a half before it was kind of like, nope, it's still going. And. I was not sure if I was going to go and um, somebody was, and actually the girl I was dating last year, I was like, nah, I'm just going to cancel, get my deposit back and, told her that and we were talking about it. She's like, oh my God, no, you got to go. And I can't remember what I said to her, but she's like, no, you have to go. She's like, I'm just feeling it in my soul. You need to be on this trip. And thank God she told me that. Wow. Because otherwise I wouldn't, I was going to cancel. Did you have the Ankh tattoo on your wrist? I did. I did. And like, yeah. And like, yeah, it's funny. These things, um, when I do energy work and they get lit up, it feels like I'm wearing watches, but, um, but yeah, so The Egypt trip, like, so working up to that. So for, for that time, um, so I started having more and more, um, so this is where it starts getting crazy. Um, this is her, huh? (laughs) (laughs) This is down here like,
1: oh, that didn't start (laughs) already?
3: (laughs) 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 UFOs and Sasquatch and downloads and the, yeah. Now it's going to start getting crazy because like, um, I like they're, you know, So I have, okay, I have a meditation pyramid and this is, I've had this for, for a few years. This, I, 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 I made it well before I even thought about going to Egypt, but I was just was like, I need this. I've got a meditation pyramid that is six, little over six feet wide and about chest height. Um, it's the same angles and dimensions as the, as the great pyramid and it's filled with crystal. It's made out of copper tubing. Um, so it's very powerful. It's, it creates like a vortex when I do things in it. So, um, when, after all this started happening, so through early 2021, I started, I'm like, Hey, hell yeah. ETs want to work with me and they're very bright, powerful light beings. I'm like, I'm embracing this. So and I, I always tell people, cause like some people are freaked out. I just, you know, if people want to do this session. I'm like, okay, this is a possibility. Are you okay with that? Or would you rather they don't you know, because we can just work with angels. We can work with whatever you want. Um, but yeah, so I started doing a lot more sessions and like kind of bringing them in um, and, you know, requesting their help. And they're pretty eager to help depending on who the person is that I'm working on. And they also started coming through when I would be meditating by myself, all kinds like ETs, angels, archangels, elementals. All kinds of different experiences, and they started doing so. Like how you were describing that cold, they started doing that to me, and I've had and in so many experiences with. And it, sometimes it was colder, sometimes it was heat. Um, sometimes it was so intense that it actually the next day my whole body hurt. But I was, but they never ever do it to the point where, like I'm, you know, if I was to ever be like, that's enough, it would it would be over. It was never beyond my control or against my will. It was never rape. I was never,
2: your bum the next day. Okay? <laughs> I
3: never got into reiki. That was your animal protection?
2: No. Is it okay? <laughs> no, it I, was, I used to call
0: Grandma Reikiist because he'd be like, "I'm giving you reiki." I'd be like, "Don't <sighs> give me reiki, bro! I didn't ask for that."
2: <laughs> <laughs> before I forget, you know what happened to me before? Long before, distance
0: reiki, right? Right. He just texts me. I'm reikiing you.
2: Can I? I'll, I'll, I gotta just before okay, interrupt it. you. Right. Before I learned reiki. I was meditating in a pyramid with a bunch of people um, doing Egyptian meditations, like chanting of Hathor and Hecate and all that. And, and, and I, I had this racist. lady doing, lady doing <laughs> Reiki on me. Uh, she's, she's part of uh she's a psychologist now. I think touching the light is she's also, um, and my Reiki teachers a doctor. Like, so these two women, fantastic women educated to PhD level, doctorate level and energy healers. Right. Yeah. And she did Reiki on me and I could feel her, she didn't touch me, of course, but she was going around the pyramid and I felt her spiraling touch down my head and mm-hmm. my shoulders in the pyramid. And I was like, what just happened yeah. there? Like we're meditating in this pyramid. She's going around doing Reiki on everybody. <clears throat> and I physically felt her her touch on my on my head and shoulders. So that got me into Reiki and everything at the, back then. And that was like what really turned the tide for me. It was like, oh my God, this is like, there's something here. And I knew part of it might've been being in the pyramid and the meditations, but just the fact that, you know, you could feel physically feel mm-hmm. that energy was enough to just push me over the well, edge.
3: And that's a great point. Cause that's one of the things, um, it's like once you experience something like that, when you experience feeling energy and people aren't actually physically touching you yeah you can't unexperience exactly. that and it exactly changes things exactly
2: because i it was so pronounced and for long enough that it was it wasn't just like in my imagination mm-hmm.
3: yeah absolutely yeah um
2: so when you when you were talking about the these elementals and and okay. all this stuff yeah. was that from your pyramid meditations at home yeah and how did they how did you visualize them
3: I didn't, I mean, I didn't have to visualize them. I was perceiving them, but, and and sometimes, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, and this is the thing too, like you don't always, you don't always see. So like another thing I would just throw in to people is don't compare your experiences to mine or anybody else's because everybody's a little different. Some people see, some people hear. Some people feel, some people know. And even when you see, like some people will see physically in front of them and some people will see it in their, in their mind. Mind's eye, it's, yeah. but it's almost yeah. like an ongoing memory. Like it's like, they don't see it, but it's in, it's like, it's like a memory that's playing out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's, it's yeah. so, so yeah. Um, what I was perceiving with them, sometimes I would see them. Um,
2: like you ever, have you ever seen them when you're awake physically, like with your eyes open?
3: Um, Physically like energy. Yes. I've seen the energy like, like it's almost like, um, like a, like a sort of like a shadow, but it's white or like translucent. I've seen them that way, but like to see them like, like you and me and all of us sitting here. Um, no, I don't think so. I don't remember. Um, but what I've had, have had is, um, when you with with the eyes, so when I meditate, it's it's almost I I feel like it's almost like the astral realm is I I can see into everything, and then I I've seen them that way, um where I can perceive them that way, um more than anything, it's been you know just knowing they're around and they they've touched me a lot. Nothing, Darren. Okay. No. <laughs> Yeah, let some go. Yeah, okay. So when they first started, so like, wow, see, this is actually just hitting me now because this feels like it's been going on forever. But this has started October 2020. So we're talking a year and three months, but it feels like so long. So early 2021, when it started getting happening more and more, um, I would be in my pyramid meditating and like, you know, sometimes it would be with plant medicine and you know, which would be like, you know, cannabis or whatever, but it just opens me up so much and it was so new. And I remember some of the times when I'd be doing these activations on me, um, and like feeling this crazy energy, it really got scary. Like, I won't lie. Like it does get scary. So that's one thing when it's, where it's important, um, to be absolutely, confident in your protection. Cause when you're really confident in your protection, it's so easy to go, I'm just going to let this happen because I'm protected. And that's been key because there's been times where, you know, in one meditation, you know, it might get scary and then it's, then I push through and it's fine. And it might get scary and I push through and it's fine. That might happen three or four times in a night. But by the end of the night, it's just like, holy cow, I'm so glad I did all of that. And that, and then, you know, things permanently shift. Did
2: Hecate ever come through for you?
3: No, I don't know what okay. that is. She's a god, uh, the goddess of sorcery, pretty much. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, there's, there's also, there's a lot I of them. you. I thought you had mentioned. There's it in a your lot video. of them that are known by different names, and they're all the same right. entity or being, right? So it's possible, but not, not that, that not that specific name, anyway. Um, but I remember in particular, like what I would, like one of the coolest thing that's ever happened is. Um, cause I'm laying my pyramid laying on my back. And then when I was first getting used to it, they would, I could physically feel them grab my hand and I could hear in my head. It's okay. Just try and stay calm. We're here. We're, you know, we're here for you. We can stop, but like we're doing, this is for your, this is for, for your best good kind of thing. So, um, yeah, that was pretty amazing. So. And I started having a lot of um, like my abilities just kept increasing. My healing sessions got stronger and stronger. I could do more things in my sessions. And and there's there's always been a lot of Egypt stuff coming through my meditation. So like when I finally, finally kind of made the decision to go to Egypt last year, when I was like, okay. So I started scrambling to make sure I had the money together. And oh my God, can I even get on a plane and figuring all that stuff out? So that was... June of last year.
2: Yeah.
3: So, you want to get into that into Egypt now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, one okay, just one thing I want to talk about with Egypt, real quick. They have this thing. So, like, you know, most cultures and you know maybe religions and different things. There's a lot of different talk about cycles right the great year all that sort of thing so in egypt theirs is called the kefir cycle and they're all very very similar there might be certain dates they're different
0: are they based on the procession like the great year
3: yeah basically i don't know i yeah it is i think i think it lines up with it i don't necessarily think they talk about it but it all lines up basically the same so yeah 25,920 yeah yeah I don't, yeah, I can't remember. I'd have to, um, I'd have to check about, about the specific years, but it's, it's something like that. Like it's a great long period. So the idea with the kever cycle is it's like, you know, big circle. So we're coming, we start at the start, like, so if I'm at a, on a clock at nine o'clock, that's, you know, flat and it's like, we're coming into the light, coming into the light at the top, you peek in the light, then it starts switching towards darkness. And then the bottom half of the circle, it's the dark ages and just, it's over and over and over again. So the Kefir cycle, return of the Kefir, like the start of the, of the golden, of the light was this past summer on the solstice. So, you know, and then some people argue even that the Mayan calendar, well, it actually lines up to last year. Right. So, I mean, we're, we're regardless when we're talking 26,000 years, if we're five years this way or that way, like we're pretty close anyway. Right. But, um, in the grand scheme of things, you know? So. But well, that- we could, yeah,
0: but we're pretty close on, well, I guess if that's not astrological, then it might be different. Maybe, yeah. Because we're on the fucking money with the astrological stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. Creepily yeah. on the money. Yeah. So, ended up going to Egypt, long story short, and I went there and anybody, if you're even remotely thinking about going, oh my God. Such a magical place. The energy is just ridiculous there. It's
0: X dot com slash tours if you want to get in on our trip to Egypt. It is about it's at least half gone, over half gone. Uh, well, it's like we could say it's over two thirds gone, but I think the high end we're allowed to do is sixty, and there's about thirty some oh, wow. spots gone already. So unchartedx. dot com slash tours if you want to come to Egypt with us this November twelfth to twenty sixth. I'm remiss if I didn't get that plug in there no yeah.
3: nah like yeah do it it's it's such an amazing place um so when I got there I'm just trying to think if there's anything else I need to kind of so were you there
2: during the camper cycle like yes. the-
3: yeah 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 so and the hotel I was staying on the balcony like you get on the balcony and I look look to my left and there, there's the, the Pizza plateau. And I don't know how far away they actually were. I imagine they were probably 10, 15 kilometers away. I don't know, but they were so damn big. It looks like they're almost three blocks away. They're like the great pyramid is just huge. So. I'll tell you, when you go to Egypt, not, not just the pyramids, but you go into all the different, all the different places and you see it's one thing to see on TV. Oh, well, this is 70 tons. How did they move it? It's like, yeah, how did they move it? When you're standing beside it, you're like, what the hell? How? And not to mention, like, you know, oh, what's the one place? Oh my God. I'm, I'm so not a scholar of Egypt. I don't remember. Is it the Seraphium? Seraphium? Seraphium. Yeah. I think that's what yeah. I'm thinking of. You go down, yeah. you go down into, like it's down below ground. And there's hallways, yeah. I hope this is the right one, because I'm going to sound like... No, something. no, it is, yeah. yeah. And on, there on, either too. way, they got the boxes on either side? Yeah. Okay, good. And it's
2: like a, a straight, straight yes. road going like, down yes. the middle that you can drive a down. I think you have to like down. go around
3: one to get in. Yes, okay, yeah. yes, this yeah. is the same place. Good, so I got the right name. I've never been there, I've just seen a Wait ton till of you pictures. We're going, though. Wait till you stand beside one of those boxes, and you see how, like, even if you had a crane... There's like, there's, there's no way we could move those boxes. There is absolutely no way we can move those boxes. Cause the hallway is barely bigger than the boxes. And yet they're all, they're, they're, you're down this hallway. And then there's sort of rooms off to either side. And these boxes are in those rooms, like a 10 foot drop too. How? How, 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 like, like you see these things and you see the size, like when you hear oh the pyramids, the, 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 the blocks are this big and it's like, okay, that's huge. But when you're looking at them, you're like, what, how, like you can't even begin to wrap your head around how all these things were made. So it's like, yeah, my God, go. Cause then you, you know, you go to Egypt, the, the thought,
2: pardon the pun.
3: what. <laughs> Thought? Thoth? Yeah. Oh. So, just the idea. Is that a pun? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I knew what he meant. No one else did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, but like, it erases any doubt. If you're like, hmm, was there advanced civilizations before? Hmm, could they do more than we can do now? Hmm, you go to Egypt? Like, yeah. You, you like, you, if you go there with open eyes and an open mind, you know, like there's no way that, you know, the the history they try and tell us is true. It's just, you know, we don't even need to go down that rabbit hole. But yeah, like when you go there and you see these things, it's like, holy cow. So anyways, um, Kefir cycle is they're saying starts on the solstice of 2021. So, Okay. Couple things in Egypt, you guys probably know this. You can't go to a sacred site and meditate because it's something about, you know, the, the religious beliefs are not. You can do consciousness exercises. So I did consciousness exercises. And um, the other thing is, there are, you know, numerous boxes and sarcophaguses in different places, like, say, the king's chamber, right? And. If you were to give the guard a little extra scratch, you might be able to get do a consciousness exercise here or there.
0: But we'll get to do that for sure because we got that rented out after hours for the group.
3: Won't be able to talk about it though. (laughs) So yeah. So I did get the opportunity to do a few consciousness exercises. well, no, I never go What's his, his team,
0: name again? But... The hooker lover.
3: <laughs> so, anyways.
0: What's his name? The guy that Von Daniken used to bribe with hookers?
2: Oh, uh, the main uh,
0: guy? Oh, the. Sahih uh, Hawass? Sahih Hawass. Hawass. Yeah. Theians oh. <laughs> 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 always dungeon. Oh, really? if
3: oh, I just don't want to say too specifically because I just don't want to get anybody. In yeah, 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 yeah yeah, do, yeah, yeah. Like, because I literally got to do things in there that like, were absolutely mind blowing and extremely helpful. Cause like I'm not on a tangent, but like some of these boxes that I got to, to, you know, experience when I meditate and put myself, I can put myself back in them and I can project myself places. Like it's, it's ridiculous. Like those, it, it's just ridiculous. What, now you
2: can't like, you oh, yeah. can, you how
3: like, much did you bribe them with?
2: So you can use that as like a consciousness expanding box yes, kind of? hundred percent. Wow.
3: And like. Yeah. So, like, even like when I was meditating last night.
2: So, um, what kind of box are you talking about? The ones in the Seraphim, like, or the one, the ones in the King James? Well,
3: he's trying not I to can't say. say which ones. He's trying not to say. Well,
2: but no, you can't now, can you? You're no. not there now. You're, no, you're just like, using it as an expansion.
3: Right, like. but like if what he if he doesn't want
2: if, to get his tour host yeah, in
3: what trouble? What if somebody was to? Yeah, pretty much. Let us, I don't no, want no, get-
2: I, we've heard about this, not being able to talk about it too, but now that you're not there, you don't have to say it has to be the one that you, well, yeah. cor- you did your consciousness exercises yeah. in. But-
3: right. But I mean, those are some good guesses. Graham okay, so okay, okay, doesn't get it. He just did not get any of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. So, so last night, even I was like, I was projecting my consciousness in there because, like, I'm telling, like, even just the last few days, I've been having some massive expansion, and I'm just like, what do I, you know, show me what I need to know most? And I meditate, and I just put myself back in, in that, and then I'm just like blasted out into wherever. I go, you know, it's, it's really.
2: Which is what, like on this earth plane and this astral plane and another, like, do you go to other worlds, other dimensions or. Well,
3: yeah, all of that. And like, and I can't say I fully understand it, but I'll find my consciousness kind of in another place or I'm getting information downloads or experiencing, you know, other types of beings and different things. So, um, no wonder why they don't want us
2: doing meditations. Consciousness. Well, it's, if this was going to happen, everybody like. Well, no, They can't let everybody mm, do this. I like absolutely. You didn't do it when you were there. I smoked a doob on the pyramid. I mean, oh, I gracious. went into the king's chamber. I, they're you know, saying I just, I'm not
0: allowed to climb the pyramid. Oh. I
2: was young. I was young and just you know I didn't Bruce have the might, reverence for it. You,
0: you know? know, I just Bruce might pitch in and just bribe some people. Fuck it.
3: Uh, well, that sounds Maybe I should come with you then, because I like <laughs> knowing what I know now.
0: I'm super comfortable in those sorts of situations. Yeah. Oh yeah. Took me like three or four hours to end up in the Cuban jungle scoring stuff. I'm not going to get into what I was scoring, but (laughs) stuff, sorts of things.
3: Nice. So, okay. On the solstice, the whole pyramid is ours and we go for sunset or for sunrise. Sorry. Starting in the, the um, subterranean chamber, and had to be super stealth about it. But I did um, Reiki attunements for three people while I was in there. Here's a little bit more of a craziness. So, as I'm doing these attunements. Both comes through, and I can see him because I do when I do my attunements, and my eyes are closed, and I could see him in my mind's eye crystal clear. And he drops a giant, puts a gigantic, bright light onk right into my whole body. And I'm just like surging with energy as I'm doing these attunements, and I'm like, and it's just like, I'm like, what's going on? He's like, just. Upgrading, what do you look like? up, Well, just pretty much like you would see any of the depictions of him, except more. Does he look like a dog guy? He's the, he's the one, the, um, oh, what's it called? Ibis with the long beak, the long skinny Oh, the beak. bird man? Yeah, the bird. And pretty much like that, except not as defined. It was sort of more. Um, Yeah, I thought that was. Yeah. One. <laughs> that's how you do it. <laughs> uh, that's how you do it. That was great. Uh, and, and and like he wasn't like super cr- crisply defined. Like he was, it was like a blurry image of him, but it was definitely him. And so, and then the people that I attuned, I think one or two of them also perceived him. And and anyways, so it was. I just received this powerful energy. Um. And got to go up to the Queen's Chamber for a bit after that. Did some consciousness exercises there. Um, just a lot of define, divine feminine energy th- through there. But And then went up to the King's wait, Chamber. Wait, wait, Uh-oh, what, what, what? Is this code for something? No. Oh. No, I'm just saying, like, like there was no, like, I was actually there completely alone for okay. like 10 minutes. And I was like, oh, this could get interesting but like, it was just a lot of energy. It didn't have anything come and like poke its head out at me or anything like that. And then, uh, up into the King's chamber and, um, everybody was up there. So it was quiet, got to do a little bit of consciousness exercises up there. And then I can still connect to things there. But, um, yeah, so that was, you know, that was a, an amazing day. And, and then we went back to the hotel cause we started so early So I just, you know, three o'clock in the afternoon, I go to the hotel room, lay down in in the bed. And I thought I was going to have a nap. Nope. Started getting these intense. So like you were talking like those chills and those shaking and like vibration, (laughs) vibrations (laughs) down to my bones laying in bed. And like, oh, and I didn't, I, I didn't have any plant medicine in Egypt. One guy had some gummies. I had a gummy once like, I don't know. I don't know when it was, but there was nothing particularly important that happened. And I didn't want to risk trying to find any because it's like big, you know, you get in some real big trouble. So I just, I just like, you know what? I don't need it for this trip. I'm just not even going to bother. So I did. Just a little weed. I just need a little weed. Well, if you can find it, but like, I didn't have any.
2: It's pretty, they're pretty serious. When I was there 30 years ago, it was pretty, 40, was it 30 years? I trying to have 30? it waiting for me when 30, I 32 years ago, it was pretty serious against like, that. But if we well, had double what, double you know, water I, bongs in the hotel. If you eight. get caught.
0: I was eight years old then, and I didn't even know that Egypt was a thing.
3: If you get caught, and if somebody pulls strings for you, the best case scenario is they'll let you leave and ban you for five years. That's the best case. So, ah, I'll
0: just start speaking Egyptian.
2: Just wear your turban, and you'll be fine,
0: whoa, bro, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: this yeah, is white privilege
2: I, I don't think it's actually a turban, but I it'll think be like the you'll you'll end up with a scarf, like
0: I'll be C- fine, i will just be fine,
3: you'll
2: have your
0: scarf, everybody'll be and,
3: fine, it's a magical place,
0: oh yeah, man, but it's the um, light of the world,
3: yeah, so <laughs> as I'm in bed, having this. Ridicu- it lasted like two hours, this ridiculous energy. And it was like, I was channeling energy through me to the pyramids Then the pyramids would channel or actually more so pyramid. It was just the, the, the great pyramid. And it would channel energy back to me and it was a, establishing some kind of connection. Which I didn't understand at the time and I was getting vision. So like all of them, like, you know, Horus and Thoth and like, um, Isis, they're all coming, coming to me and kind of doing their energy piece and. I'm getting told that, okay, yes, the Kaffir cycle is absolutely real. And this is like literally day one of the cycle. And How I'm long like, is it? I can't remember. Like I said, I think it's like the same idea as the great year. It's it's a very long time. Like
0: 26,000 yeah, years and I, you are there I, on day one? Yeah. uh uh-huh, That's lucky.
3: Well, it was the whole point, man. It was like, that was the point of being there. Did you know though? I well, I knew that's that was you know, that was the point of the tour, but like when I went, I was just like, I didn't know any of this was going to happen, I was just kind of there and open. And so they were like, Okay, you realize, that like these are the downloads I'm getting. So the information I'm getting from these spirits coming to me in the hotel room and from the energy, and um, it was. Yes, kever cycle is real. Yes, this is like the first day and they I was told that um doing those attunements was very important and they were like telling me that what happened with Thoth coming through and giving me this download it was again super crazy. It's this healing abilities that are being like reintroduced to humanity that are from ancient times. That was based and and just that it was extremely important. And, but, and it was sort of like this, this is the seed of this new method of healing. And they're like, you're, th- you are the one person that's doing this today. So this is going to start with you. And I was just kind of like, huh.
2: Did you read up on Fulf at all?
3: Um, before, well,
2: he was instrumental or she, sorry, was instrumental. Folf, yeah. He assumed gender. No, they, they say goddess in here.
3: For Thoth? A guy yeah. could be a goddess. <laughs> Anyways, well, what did they say?
2: Um, was instrumental in the birth of the original five gods of Egypt.
3: You sure they're talking about Thoth?
2: Yeah. Oh. Thoth in the written word. Yeah, Thoth like, created the written word people use yeah. to record their history and keep track mm-hmm. of their daily lives.
3: Yeah. And he's supposed to be the, like the God of like knowledge and wisdom. That's supposed to be his thing.
2: Thoth invented the word. The word of God. And gave it to humanity. While another Thoth was the creator and his consort, Seshat gave words to the people. In still other variations, Thoth was the creator, but Isis or Osiris gave words to humanity. In every case, Thoth is the creator of written language and the literary arts, both for humans and the gods. Thoth was therefore linked with the concept of fate, even though his re- this responsibility was shared in different variations of the myths from different eras. Huh?
3: Yeah, it's I, and I mean, I, I to be honest, I. I have read up on, on it somewhat, but like, to me, I'm like, you know, I'm trying to, cause I connect with him a lot he comes through for me often and been a huge part of my journey. And I'm like, as I get more tuned into things, I kind of want to learn about him or about any, uh-huh. of, any of it, anything I would rather learn directly from experience, but
2: Oh yeah, yeah. You it's just to it's just to get a sense from um, oh, yeah, yeah, of what absolutely. other people are experiencing yeah. or what he's what his archetype is supposed to be yeah. or her. Well and a lot of
3: it too is the what they've interpreted from the hieroglyphs and stuff and like who's to say that they're how accurate they are because they're doing their best to guess. Yeah, totally. but, um but I think it's it's gonna become more and more clear because I mean if I'm able to do the things I do, there's other people. Yeah, exactly. You know. His
2: home in the afterlife <laughs> known as the Mansion of Thoth, provided a safe place for souls to rest and receive magic spells to help them against the demons who would prevent them from reaching paradise.
0: Bastards.
2: <laughs> and his magic was also instrumental in the revitalization of the soul, which brought the dead back to life in the underworld. Huh. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty interesting first yeah. encounter with, you know... Some of the OGs. Are you gonna try and For do me, that, oh, that when we wasn't... go? Part
0: of me. Are you gonna try and do that when we go?
2: Uh, maybe.
3: Yeah, maybe. That's Anyways, true. let's let's continue let's on see, with your. So you maybe if maybe if I end up coming with you, maybe I can help everybody kind of have. You guys these aren't crazy raking me. <laughs> What's
2: that? No, it's We're not, not Reiki. even Reiki now. A, he's got a new. No, version it's not right
3: even. It's Reiki. so beyond. Reiki's amazing, but this is what I do is a little bit beyond. I still teach it because it's it's just like the greatest thing. But yeah, my, and that wasn't my that was not my first experience. That was like I've had so many. Like he, when I I had these, like I said, like tattoos get energetic activations. He he came in and did these for me.
0: Who did those? So, so,
3: yeah, he gave you tattoos. No, he like activated oh. the energy. going not say that. Oh. I, well that'd be awesome. That'd be like so cool if that ever happened. Like maybe maybe someday, but not yet.
0: I'm going to get uh, a tattoo from uh Henry Hablack. Friend awesome. of the show Henry Hablack. I think it'd be going May. Yeah.
3: Nice. What are you getting?
0: Uh he's gonna do a spin on the grim logo for oh, me.
3: Oh, awesome. That's so rad. That's not oh. I'm
0: not even the first one. Someone else already got one.
3: Ooh.
2: I got to read this other stuff about him. Thoth is the Egyptian god of writing, magic, wisdom, and the moon. Mm. He was one of the most important gods of ancient Egypt, Alternatively, alternately said to be self-created or born of the seed of Horus from the forehead of Set. As the son of these two deities representing order and chaos, respectively, he was the god of equilibrium.
3: Mm. Yeah. And then, and then the other thing too, I was going to mention, I'm glad you, started, you you brought that up again because it triggered this. Um, and then the, some, some people believe, um, that like, you know, a lot of religions are based on what happened in Egypt. So like, uh, there is belief that like Jesus was like a reincarnation of Thoth, and, and he's been other ascended masters. So I haven't, I haven't checked into that, honestly. Like, you know, when I meditate, I do get answers about stuff, but like, I have to have that, I haven't asked that question and like, you know. There's bigger questions.
2: Hermes too.
0: Just yes, magistus yes, only, yes,
3: yeah. yes,
2: yes. Hermes yes. magistus. Yes. Trismagistus. Yep. Don't you ever correct me?
3: Again. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, okay, okay, let's go. So so yeah. In in I'm getting. I think that was enough from the hotel room. I just got a lot of energy. This is you know bringing you this ancient. Did you have your own room? No. <laughs> <I was laughs> That's awkward oh yeah Yeah. i know my roommate my roommate was there too because like i'm like vibrating and i'm like oh man i hope this is not you're like oh fuck no (laughs) oh isis yeah no i didn't he's
0: like oh jay shut the fuck up i'm trying to sleep
3: he didn't even notice like he was just out like because i asked him after i was like dude like there's a lot going on here did you notice (laughs) anything And he's like no i was sleeping. So so yeah, that I was need a
0: new room. <laughs> I need a new roommate for the yeah. rest of the tour. Yeah.
3: So that was, I mean, as far as Egypt goes, so that was the most significant thing for me while I was there, you know, there, like, so I did some weird stuff. Like, I don't know why I just knew I had to do this. There's a few things like as I was going, I was focusing on just soaking up the energy of everything. Um, every site I went to soaking up the energy also. And I, and I, at the time, I didn't know why I was doing this. If there was anything broken, like say there's an obelisk that had was knocked down and in pieces, I would stand there and sort of energetically like rebuild it. I And I, you know, and I was just, I don't know why, just, there was a knowing I had to do that. So I would do that and I could feel the energy go through me. And when it was done, it was done. I was like why am I doing this? I don't know, but Was that
2: prior or or before after the this uh, encounter the pyramids?
3: Um mostly after cuz I think I think it was that only, happened
2: early on in the trip.
3: Yeah, cuz cuz the pyramids were only like the uh it was the yeah the, the, the that pyramid experience it was like the first few days of the trip I think. Yeah. Um and then also like I was like you know bringing in the energy just trying to like literally absorb everything sort of energetically crystalline, rebuild everything and just like repair everything that had been damaged. Cause when you go to Egypt, you, it's very obvious, the hieroglyphs are full of wisdom, like can tell us everything we need to know, but it's destroyed, but it, not even about figure out how to read it. It's all destroyed. Like it's all like there's, you know, it's like they took like, you know, you're looking at something, it's like a beautiful picture, but it's like the most important part is destroyed. You know, so it'd be like having a book and the middle is right, like ripped out. So you got to start and the end, but with the important parts in the middle. Right, right?
0: No alphabet.
3: Yeah. So I absorbed all that. And the other thing I noticed too, there's a lot of them where not all the hieroglyphs, but a lot of it, I could look at it and I knew what it meant. Like I was just like, oh, this is what this means. And it was because things I had been shown, like as I'm doing my healing sessions, I'm healing somebody and I'm also getting taught at the same time. So. Um, so I just, a lot of them, I just knew what they meant and I was like, okay, I, I, you know, it was, it was strange. Did you have to, did you confirm any of that at all?
2: Or did you like, well, how do I
3: confirm it? Yeah.
2: Well, with what the mainstream narrative is on the hieroglyph?
3: Or? Um, some of it, our guide was amazing, super knowledgeable and super open to new ideas. Blessed to have that dude. But, um so some of it, like when I would say, Hey, this is because he, I'd be like, this is what this means. And some of it, he'd be like, yes, I agree. And some of it, he'd be like, Oh, Oh, interesting. Let me think about that. Cause you know, and some of it, he's like, no, I don't think so. So kind of a mix of it, but like he was, he was fantastic. Um, so yeah, just absorbing everything. And like, um, you know, I would take little anywhere I could, I'd take like little stones, like, and like, you know, I've got a whole bunch of stones, like. in my in my place from different things from from egypt and um you know i'll just pick up a rock off the ground and absorb the energy whatever um and every time i would meditate i would like i would meditate and like even just driving around on a bus because some of our drives were like two three hours and just nonstop like i could see the different like the deities and the gods and the goddesses, they'd come and it's just getting energy activations the entire time. And like, felt like they're doing energy work on me the entire time. And, um, one thing that was interesting, um, I noticed like, cause you know, I would get a falcon being coming to me and I'll be like, Oh, it's this Horus," And then a different one, another falcon being would come with, different color and different markings. I'm like, why is Horus changing? And at that one particular day, I got a, hold, a whole bunch of them coming to me. And then in the presentation, the next day, our guide was talking about that. And he's like, yeah, he's like, as far as we know, there's 77 different Falcons, I'm like, whoa, that, that blew my mind. Cause I, I didn't know that. Like I said, I'm not a scholar of Egypt. I. You know, I don't, I'm not a student of it. I'm not a student. I'm not a, I'm a terrible student of everything. I just like, like to have the experience and, you know, but, but I had no idea there were so many different ones. So when he said that, I was like, okay, well that makes sense why I'm getting a red one and a blue one and then a blue one with black and all these different things. So I was like constantly having all kinds of crazy stuff happen in Egypt and trying to think if there's anything else really significant about while I was actually there and
2: did you get any any uh any feeling or sense that they were harvesting static electricity to electrify their sperm
3: not that I remember (laughs)
0: <laughs> maybe when the female divine energy thing was going on.
2: <laughs> do you remember that? Do you remember that episode we did? Yeah, with yeah. James Brown.
0: Yeah. Oh, it was
3: awesome. I mean,
2: he's going through the hieroglyphs and saying like, this is not about that. They're harvesting electricity. And I don't know if harvesting scene. is the right word, but yeah, right. he thought they were like, he thought it all added up to like electrifying this, electrifying the sperm. Pretty interesting.
3: Oh, who knows? I mean, even like, though like that hand
2: mirror thing that yeah. he, he was thinking that that was a way to capture the static electricity.
3: Oh, no, god, Hold it, me. you know? Who knows? I mean, He's honestly, like, what I've come to understand for one thing is that we live in a world of like, we don't know anything and possibilities are endless. So who knows? Maybe. Like, I don't know. Could be... <laughs> Yeah. But there's, but like, yeah, when you look at the hieroglyphs, there's some, like, bizarre stuff where, you know, there's somewhere, like, of doing circumcisions and everything. Like, there's some, there's some really, really crazy ones that, you know, and, and again, they don't know for sure. They're doing their best to guess and try to figure it out. And then, and then, uh, the
2: mainstream explanation is just, like, so lame. You're like, oh, yeah. really? You
3: think it's that? I yeah, mean- some of them, some of them are pretty lame. And I, there are some that seem fairly obvious, yeah. but, um, so, so that was,
2: so that was the summer.
3: So that was in the summer. And then, um,
2: man, it must've been hot there.
3: Oh, wow. Especially for me. Like I'm always running pretty hot compared <laughs> to everybody else. Anyway, it was like 51 degrees, 52, <laughs> 53. Oh, wow. And some of those days we were on the Nile and on a cruise ship.
2: On a fluke boat. Did you go to a fluke boat? No. Just I don't on know. A cruise ship. Okay.
3: Well, maybe. I don't know what a fluke boat is. We got a Nile cruise too. Nice. And then when you go on the top. Like, cause it's, you know, got the top level and it was like, you would go up to the top and the sun is just beating down and it was like literally walking into an oven <laughs> nope, back down. <laughs> oh, it was, it was, but you know, and it was funny too, because even while that was going on, that was when we had the heat wave here, where it was like into the forties and like BC and stuff. So you know, that was. I was like, oh, I guess I guess it's not that hot because I would have been experiencing that had I stayed home. So good thing I,
0: I think it's came here. International Holocaust Remembrance Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that was yesterday. You're good. <laughs> oh, you're
3: uh, you're serious? I thought you yeah, yeah. a joke. Oh.
0: um, well, I kind of was uh, making a joke because you are talking about going into ovens on Holocaust well, Remembrance
3: Day. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. But I don't think you know, I so didn't. you're okay. All right, so apologies if that <laughs> offends anybody. I didn't not my attention at all. Um, so yeah, I came home from Egypt. Um, not a whole lot happened right off the bat because I, I mean, well, coming home was ridiculous because you know Montreal and the quarantine crap. And <laughs> did you, you get stuck ridiculous. in Montreal at all? Yep.
0: For a couple days, a day? One,
3: one day. And then they had these quarantine hotels where you, it's like, it was $700. You had, food. Oh, uh, the food was eh. But the, you know, it's funny because it's a quarantine hotel where it's supposed to be safe. But like you go, I walked in and then like the light switch, like you, in the, in the bathroom, the light switch was like dirty and had like fingerprints on it. I'm like, if this is a quarantine hotel, shouldn't it be clean? And wouldn't the light switches and the stuff you touch be the obvious things that you clean. So it was like seven hundred dollars, because the you like they said it would be up to three days, right? And if it's like a thousand bucks, but they're like even if you get it with the test is done quicker. The minimum charge is two nights. So I was there less than 24 hours and they had to have a minimum charge of two nights. It was $700. It's it's not about, it was never about safety or quarantining. It was just about creating the inconvenience, $700 for one night. Like that's what it's really comes down to. Cause like there was nothing special about this hotel other than they blocked off the floor and they dropped off your meals at the door and knocked and ran away. But other than that.
0: And then like, you I, came here and you're allowed out.
3: So once I got back, um, nothing too crazy happened for a while. Um, you know, I do meditations, um, have some interesting things happen, but, um, in October, the first week of October, there's some, just some shifts in, in my, in my personal life where I was more able to spend time working on the spiritual stuff and some things had fallen away, fallen off that were kind of a distraction. So once those things fell, fell off, it was Friday and I was like, okay, you know what? I need to start diving into this and figure this stuff out. And yeah, it was, it was the first Friday in October. Things started ramping up again, big time. Um, and, I just started having more energy downloads and these things where there'd be beings coming to me. Um, the, uh, all the Egyptian gods and goddesses started coming to me again and doing things and like just activations It's mostly just activations and energy. Um, and there's so many of them. There's just
2: like a giant. Didn't you have a giant?
3: Yeah, that was one of them. Um, you want me to talk about that one, yeah. Because yeah. I don't want to talk about all of them, because it'd be here forever. Just yeah, no. But the now. giant, the be... giant one was pretty neat. I'll talk about that one and how
2: it relates to Atlantis and all that too.
3: Yeah. So, um, and and
2: and how you how you started this sort of modified Reiki yes, or yes. The sub, so, okay, supplemental yeah. so sort I'll of Egyptian Reiki two.
3: kind of thing. Um, I'm trying to remember. Like there's just, it's so much that happened. I think, okay. So I think that was all the, yeah, it was all the one weekend. So, um, Halloween, Halloween weekend last year, um, was a big one. Um, and I'm trying to remember, I think it was a full moon if I'm not mistaken. Can't remember for sure, but like Halloween energy again, like I never thought this was real, but like Halloween energy, it is a real thing. It's, it's big. Full moon energy is huge. (laughs) And I didn't really believe it until I started experiencing it and seeing the difference. But on that weekend, so on the Friday of Halloween weekend, um, was the giants and I was in my pyramid meditating. Um, and I was just like, because things have been happening the last few weekends. And again, I'm getting more downloads more activations, more knowledge. And I'm just like, okay, I just, I want to understand why all these things are happening to me. Like there's, it's not random. There's a purpose behind this. and like, I'm starting to understand I've got some important work to do. And I'm like, I want more understanding. I want to know, cause I, you know, it's important. I'm into it. I want to do it, but I'm like, I need support. I need more information. I need to the house. And so that Friday I was like strong intention. I want to know more. I want activations. I want things to start happening and. Um, it was not just, I want, I want, I want, it was like, you know, respectfully was asking, intention, but now. intention. Yeah. So I don't want to sound like I'm like demanding, but you know, it's, um, so anyways, meditating in my pyramid after setting these strong intentions for information and downloads and I'm laying down and again, astral, it's like I'm laying down, eyes are closed, but it's like, I can perceive the astral realm around me and two giants on either side of me appear. And they're, it's like, I'm, it's like I'm laying down looking up at giants and they were, they were huge. I'm guessing like, I don't know, 20, 30 feet tall. Like,
2: did they look like normal humanoids or?
3: Like they looked human, like, yeah, they looked humanoid, but just really big. And they're basically, it's telepathic communication back and forth. And it's like, so you're asking for our help. Um, Let us kind of like, kind of, and it's like a exchange of ideas. Like, you know, it's, so when I say. As I'm explaining, when they're asking me things, it's like, it's not like they've really asked me, but it's just, it's so lightning fast back and forth. Like I have to put it into words. So it's like, you want our help? You want activations? Let's see who you are, what you're about. Are you, you know, worthy of this? So they kind of like scan me and it was like, I'm sitting there and it was like, they were looking at everything about me, like my entire life. And they're trying to like, sort of judge, am I worthy of this? And they were, they were happy. They're like, yep, you've, you know been a good person and when you weren't, you've done the, the work to kind of correct it, like balanced out the karma, all that thing. So like, we're willing to help you. So then they start and, um, super just crazy intense energy. And I'm going from cold, like freezing cold, cold to my bones, like to the point where I thought I was going to have hypothermia. And I'm shaking and vibrating like like almost to the point violently. And it wasn't the first time that's happened, so I was able to push through it. Um, and um, then it would be heat. Then it would be cold. And it'd be heat. And then I'm like seeing like all kinds of geometry, all kinds of lights, and all kinds of colors. And it's just going back and forth like that. And then and then like I could – I somehow knew because it was like I kept – I would ask for different things to happen. And then when it was like – it was almost done, I'd be like, um, okay, what about this now? And then I'd kind of like set out the intention for something else. And then they'd keep going and then set the intention for something else. And it kept happening, kept happening. And then it was like they were almost done and they're like – and I'm like I couldn't think of anything else that I could ask for. So they just kind of finished up what they were doing. And then they just like start walking away. And then like the one – was on my left like stepped over my body with his left foot and then i remember stepping over my over me with his right and like dragged his foot just like barely above my face and i actually turned my head because i thought i was gonna get kicked it was so real it was i just kind of laughed i was like what the hell was that and then they just kind of walked away and before they were even like They weren't, I mean, it took them big steps. So they were like, you know, pretty quickly they were gone, but immediately above me is these three or four, uh, how would I say this? Like, it was like this three or four separate beings. And I, I, all I could tell was that it was like divine goddess energy. So it's, you know. Like, like light beings like, kind of? Yeah. That? Like, well, like Isis that, you know, Isis, um, uh, probably I think Isis, Kuan Yin, and I don't know what the other one, but like these three divine separate entities that were like divine goddess, powerful energy, very light. And they were like, so you want our, the same thing, like I'm being judged. They're like, so you want our help? And I'm like, and they were like a little bit, but it it's funny because the giants were like, you know, not like, it was like cool, like they're big, but I wasn't intimidated. But these goddesses were like, I was like, um, yes, please. I think like, it was a different, it was weird. It was almost like, be careful what you ask for. Cause if, cause they, you know, well, I'll just finish the story and you'll, know, cause they were like, okay, well, I'm like, yes, please. And they're like, all right, well, let's see how you treat your sisters. Right. So, like, oh, okay. So they like start doing their scanning and kind of judgment. Like your actual sisters? Women in general. Okay. Right. And they're like kind of scanning my whole life too. And they're like, oh, wow. They're like, you're quite loving and respectful of your sisters. Because like most, you know, I got a lot of, most of my friends are female um, and into this sort of thing. And um And then they're, so yeah, they were just like, yeah, you treat your sisters quite well. And they were like, even before your awakening, you did. So we're, they're like, we're, we're happy. We're, we're happy to help you. So I'm like, okay, good. And I was like, I had this feeling like it could have been a bad thing. Like if they didn't like me here, how I treat, how I treat the women in my life. Like they were very protective of the like female energy. Right. um. And they just wanted to make sure it's respected, so they were like, yeah, we'll help you. So then they started doing all kinds of downloads and, and activations, and it was more of the same, a lot of geometry, um, lights, and colors, and all these different things. Um, now, I know I've got it all journaled off the top of my head, I can't remember what else, I think that was it. And well, that was it. Like it was a lot, but I, I don't think anything else, like and it went on for like probably 10, 15 minutes and then they just kind of faded away and I was like, okay, wow, that was amazing. So I got up, had a snack and I was just like, I was crazy. Um, but, you know, I'm like, I look at the clock, I'm like, it's still early. What more can I do? So had a snack, relaxed. Uh, I think I probably you know, smoke some pot. And I was like, let's see what else happens. And, um, went back and lay down and meditated some more and, and, just set more intention. Now that weekend need to just gather my thoughts for a minute because Friday was big. And then Sunday when it was actually Halloween was also big. And now, and now that I don't, I, I can't remember which was which. So just between the second meditation I did on the Friday and Saturday, Um, it's, I can't remember what, what, you know, all the things. So between those days, I'll just tell a, a couple more things. Um, I was asking, like, I was trying to get clarity. I was like, so what actually happened? Like, you know, I've. Cause I mean, of course this whole time what's on my mind is, well, what happened in the pyramid when, you know, I was told I was given this healing energy, like this new stuff. And I haven't really done a lot with it. Like I've, I've my abilities have kind of increased, but I'm like, I, I know I can do more. I'm channeling more energy and people are having, you know, more profound experiences when they do a session with me, but I'm like, I don't understand a lot of it. So I was asking for more clarity on that. And, um, what came through, so. I was shown a few things. Um And again, this isn't necessarily in order, but I'll just hit the main points. Um One thing I was shown was that, again, keffer cycle was very real. And we are, like, that was day one. Now we're in the upswing to the light, to the, you know, we're... It's going to the golden age of humanity and that's the potential of where it is. And it's like the only question here is, and I think I'd been showing this before, but it was clarifying it again. The question here is like, this is kind of why all the, you know, this is why we're in what we are in now. Like all the shit that's going on, it's really to keep humanity's frequency and vibration low. (laughs) Because if we were just allowed to have our lives and be living kind of normally and do whatever we wanted and we didn't have all these distractions, the energy, this is why the cycle, because the whole solar system is going into this energy in the universe that's way higher frequency. So we're, we we could all be getting upgraded, but you have to be of a certain frequency. And if you're sitting here arguing about masks and worried about vaccines, you're not going to necessarily be able to take advantage of those energies because you're too distracted and it's too, too low of a vibration. Um, also, side just off on a tangent, the vaccines, um, there's something in them that when you take it, it does lower your vibration, and that is that is the ultimate agenda behind it is lowering your vibration so you can't take advantage of these energies. But it's not permanent. You can reverse it through energy work and through practices, but it does it it slows you down. But it's it's not permanent. That's why booster, booster, booster. Um. So. So anyways, um, I'm, so I'm showing like, you know, it's the Kephra cycle, the coming into the light, this is important and all these things. And um, then I'm showing, okay, well, the pyramids, what, what they're, they, they have many functions, but one of their functions is all the pyramids, like all the old pyramids, the ones that have been around for a long time and the obelisks, they bring like this, the energy of God and source. Um, I don't understand if it brings it physically closer or just sort of bridges the gap, but they, they, they make it. So like, if you imagine it's like, you know, source energy is like, say it's like a cloud of energy. If you like, that's an easy visualization and it's way, way, way out far away from earth while the pyramids and the obelisks, when they're functioning properly and activated, they bridge that gap, they bring it closer.
2: So instead of pushing energy out, they're pulling it in. That in, in yeah. a way, like yeah. the more of an antenna yeah. as opposed to a yeah. producer.
3: And, and they might, and, and they do, you know, they ha, they are multifunctional though too. <clears> so <throat> it's not just that, but this is one of the things. And, um, I was shown that, that energy exchange when I was in the hotel. Cause like, so as there's sh- like, this is, it was like, I was to explain this to me. It was, they were sh- showing me like a remote viewing of what I was doing, of all the things I did in Egypt, and and they were showing me that that energy exchange between me and the pyramid and I, it was that was some kind of an activation for the pyramid and for me as well. And then I was shown, like I'm like watching myself do the attunements for these people in the in the subterranean chamber, and then Thoth coming through and putting this Ankh into me and I was like okay and then what they also showed me was when that happened it created a really powerful energetic tether <laughs> so every time I talk about this my back just goes whoa it just like gets this crazy energy boost it created this very powerful energetic tether to the great pyramid so I can like just connect to it and I can just like, channel this energy of the pyramid and it just it's crazy but then I can also like all the other pyramids in the whole world, I can I can just connect to them and I can work with the energy of it. And I am far from understanding the implications of all But that. almost what
2: it was supposed to be before is yes. you could connect that whole grid.
3: Yes, 100%. And so, and I do that, um, I, when I do meditations, like I do group meditations every Wednesday trying to unite humanity. And the one I did when I connected it and like, I, and it was funny because a lot of people messaged me after with the exact same vision. And it was like... All the pyramids like sent energy up and then they like linked, like it was was linked into this grid that's over top of the, of the whole planet out in, um, like in the atmosphere and like it, it focuses the energy and it just makes really powerful things and powerful shifts and, um, so yeah, I was shown that that I had this powerful tether to the pyramid and I can use the energy and it's it's that's been interesting exploring that. Um, they showed me all of the things, all the weird things I was doing in Egypt. They showed me walking. They showed me, they showed me myself walking and the weird stuff I was doing, like rebuilding things and just soaking up the energy. And I was like, they kept showing me that I'm like, okay, I understand everything I did was important. I get it. And then it was like fast forwarding through and then they showed me, okay, now now I realize an important part I skipped. They showed me as, as, as they fast forwarded through, then it kind of zoomed out and it was to. Like an overlay, like a big, like zoomed out view of all of Egypt, and it all just exploded in light. It just like lit up. And the um, all the pyramids and obelisks there, it lit up, and it like shot this light out into the atmosphere, like just shot it out, and it showed the source energy as I showed it as a cloud. And like I said, I don't know if this is literally how it works, but just a visualization that I, I could understand. And it was bringing this energy closer. And this knowing came to me that that moment, it brought, it activated the great pyramid. It activated the connection to all the other pyramids and it activated it for light so that it's for everyone not to be controlled by darkness. And that's what a lot of this stuff has been about is like, well, yeah, there's a golden age. There's all this powerful energy, but who gets to access it? Is it for everybody? supposed to be. But they, that the people be like the, the darkness and the, all the, you know, the, the, the ultimate dark and end up the, you know, the politicians that are kind of being, you know, controlled and manipulated it's to try and make it so that, that those dark things are the only ones that can access it. So like, when you look at like Washington DC, how there's so many obelisks and stuff and pyramids. <laughs> And this is all part of the download. It's like, they have those and that's only for dark purposes. It's not for everybody. So when I, when I did this, it activated the pyramids. So it's in service for everybody. Anybody can use this energy. The part that I missed. So that was oh, And that's okay. So the pyramids pulled out this energy and it's like, okay, the energy is increasing. But now as I'm meditating, I'm now experiencing this energy. So I got blasted out of my body. And I'm like floating in space, looking, and I'm kind of like looking, looking at the world from like out in space. And I see this cloud of energy and I'm just like, whoa, this is huge. And. And it was weird because like I'm out of my body, but when I'm out of my body, I also have like this vision of in my mind's eye as I'm watching that. It was so bizarre. And then I get shown, okay, so what I just, what just happened there. And I say what I just did, but it really wasn't, it was just channeled through me. It wasn't really about me, but it was, I was there. I had to do this. Um, It showed me this, these paths. It was like humanity was going this way and it was straight up. But now what just happened, it's a curve off to the right and it's a far more positive timeline for humanity because the pyramids were activated into the light, not into darkness. So, it was a very, very good thing. Then, um, now what I have to go back to, this is the the piece I missed, um, on the Friday meditation. I knew there was something important. Um, okay. This one's, this is, this is, this is a pretty crazy experience. So after the goddess energies, um, took a break, had a snack, went back and meditated more. And, um, I got, I don't even know how, like I was just meditating, got really, really deep and it got intense. And I just was like surrendering to it again, super confident in my protection. So I'm just like, just do it. Even when it gets scary, I just push through it. And I found myself in this massive chamber and this was so vivid. It was like wearing, like, it was like being in a video game, wearing virtual reality goggles. So I find myself in this massive chamber. If I had to guess, I'm saying it's like 60, 70, 80 feet high. And I just knew I'm under the Sphinx. Um, Halls of Amenti came to me, but I don't think this was the actual halls. This was like just part, like I think that's a huge, massive kind of underground complex or something. And this is like sort of in the same general area. And I'm like looking around and I'm just, it's just like this underground cavern said huge, huge ceiling. And I'm looking around and then there's like, you know, the deities and the gods there. And I saw Thoth was there and I'm very familiar with him. I'm comfortable with him. So he comes up to me and he's like 30 feet tall and he comes to me and I'm kind of scared. And he's just like reaching down to me and he starts giving me some energy and some activations. And I'm like, okay, this is fine. So I accept it and goes through and then he leaves. And then I think it was another one came to me. I think it was probably, I think it was a Falcon came to me and starts doing some energy. And I'm like, okay, this is fine too. Cause I mean, these these great big things stomping around and I'm like, I'm scared. Like, honestly, I'm like I wasn't terribly scared, but I'm like apprehensive. And then another one came to me and it was like a Cobra headed being that I don't even think I've ever seen or heard of before, but he came and he did some stuff and I was like, okay. And then I was just like, okay, this is, I'm okay with this. Just let them all come. Let yeah. them all come. Jesus. And then I had, I don't know how many, but they all came rapid and it was like, it was over within, I don't know, 20 or 30 seconds, but I had a whole bunch of them come and just, they did it a lot quicker and did all kinds of activations and energy on me. And it was like increasing my capacity to hold light and energy. And then once that was done, I found myself in this sort of another chamber area. It was like beside it, it was connected to it, but it was like more of an altar area and I'm standing there and I'm, there's this altar and it's all made of stone, but it's like, and it's like, it's almost like if you took a bunch of random rocks, but somehow mashed them together so you could see the, where there one starts and one, one ends and they connect, but it's like perfectly, like a perfectly flat table it was, it was really strange and there's this like sigil on the floor and there's this altar and out of this sigil there's like this energy coming down into the sigil and and I mean I didn't get into it too much but I've had many experiences different ways of connecting with god and source energy um so I'm familiar with what it's like I mean to you know work with like Christ consciousness energy I'm familiar with that I could channel that. And then I, I got into like source energy too. And that's a whole different thing. And I can chat. I was able to channel that somewhat and experience it, but this was a whole different thing. And so my point of that was that this energy that was coming down, I recognized it. I could, I, I knew it was source energy. I could, I could just, I was familiar with it. And so it's like this chamber and I'm just like kind of looking and I, you know, I look up. And this energy is coming down like from the sky from like, I don't even know from, but it was just, all I could see was this energy coming down from like infinity and uh, and coming down into the sigil. And I'm just like looking up, looking down. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? And then this knowing comes to me and it's like, you have... had experiences with channeling this direct source energy and I do sessions with it and I'm, you know, it's kind of like you never even think about trying to abuse it or do anything negative with it. So they're like, it was just like I had earned some sort of trust or something and they were like, it's like you've been initiated. Yes. Yeah. And they were like, okay, so here's sort of the deal. And again, I'm just putting it into words because it's just like these knowings and it's like, here's sort of the deal. Um, will you accept this activation initiation to channel this source energy um, so that when something big needs to happen you are a channel for like massive changes and shifts to happen it will affect like you know the world and in exchange like you just keep using it with integrity but you can also you'll be able to channel this even stronger when you want to for healings or any kind of meditation and and I'm just like, whoa, this is huge. Like, and I've asked myself so many times, why me? And I'm like, get, you know, I've answered the question. Like, the answer is this comment. It's like somebody has to do it and you're doing the work and kind of like there was. But how did you respond to them then, or to that feeling? Well. I, that one, because accepted it, it yeah, well, of course, but it felt, it was so much bigger than anything else I'd experienced. So I had to go back to, holy cow, why me is this real? And uh, I'm just like, okay. So I kind of look down at the sigil, kind of look around. Cause again, this is still like, I'm in virtual reality goggles and I look up at this energy and I tune into it and I just feel into my soul. I'm like, is this real? Like, is this actually, this isn't a trick. Like, is this going to, like, that's what I'm always asking. Like, is there some kind of trick of evil or something? Right. I would feel the energy. I'm like, no, this is for real. This is legit. And I just kind of looked out at the sigil and I'm like, literally, I'm just like, hell yeah. And I just reached out to it. And when I reached out to it, it just like flipped up and like came into my chest and then all this energy, I started feeling it and it just started coursing through my body. And it just, you know, I just kind of stayed there with that for as long as I could. And it just downloaded into me, I was channeling it. And then I just kind of like, okay, that's enough. And I opened my eyes and I was just like, what the hell? So that. Sigil, that sigil, like, and I don't know what it is. I have to, I got a very faint memory of it. And I, you know, maybe I don't, know. maybe I'm not meant to remember it, Um, but I had to go back to that part because the first time I used it yeah. was when I activated the pyramids two days later, did that major pyramid activation, that the story I told just before that. Oh, okay, so, okay, So when I say I can channel the energy from source to do major things, yeah. activating the pyramids and all the obelisks and all that stuff was all That's because central. I can channel that energy. And then a couple of weeks later, I did more channeling to activate more pyramids and connect more of them. So like the energy that we all have access to is now like, it's just way more than it used to be. So
2: are you incorporating that sigil in your Reiki practice then? Well,
3: like I said, that sigil, no, because I don't remember it. Um, But the source energy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But I, again, it's like when I do it, I'm pretty careful with it. I channel it and I'm like, you know, for whatever I I I'm more like whatever's appropriate for this person.
2: So are you teaching? You're not teaching. Are you teaching us new modality then? Not
3: I'm some of it.
2: Like um, could you incorporate that sigil into a new teaching?
3: Yes. Once, once I get more clarity on it so far, um, so you're far using it for the healing, I'm using it more for the healing. um, just let me think for a minute if there's anything the rest like as far as the specific stuff from egypt like that's kind of the most important stuff so and then what i started i started getting more asking for more clarity on it just like probably since christmas because i mean christmas of the two weeks you know i was eating crap I mean, you know not crap but like just not as good as i should because like diet affects everything so much like i'm so sensitive to food now and um so after New Year's, I kind of started getting back into it, more meditation practice, being more consistent, and I started asking, okay, so like, what am I supposed to do with this modality? Like, it's, yeah, it's great that it's in me, but like, I need some some help in understanding it. And my sessions, again, I kept getting more and more, you know, just just awesome. The things I can do, I'm just like, whoa! Like I do a session and something would happen. I'm like, I had no idea I can do that, but now it's a thing. So I just write it down and I start making notes on how I can help people. And um, I, I'm i like, okay, so what is this about? Cause I was k- kind of struggling. I'm about, about the whole Egypt thing. And I'm like asking for clarity on that. And one of the things I got was it's not about Egypt. It's about Atlantis. It's about the knowledge that the Atlantean civilization had and Egypt is just, was just a part of it. Um, It was really, you know, that the technology was all around the world. Um, yeah, you know, there's just remnants on other planets too. So it's not an Egyptian thing. It's an Atlantis thing, which is all across the world. That's where there's pyramids all over the place, right? Um, so that was part of the clarity. And I'm like, and as I started channeling the energy, I, I came to realize that I'm channeling energy, but I'm also, I started seeing things and I'm like, okay, so I'm starting to channel codes and light language and I can use that in my healing and for activations and like for all sorts of different things Um, and I'm literally this past week I taught Reiki this past weekend and as I was teaching Reiki there was new things coming through that I'm just like what the hell like how like this is getting ridiculous like there's so many different things I can do with these codes and I and channel them and yes, I can teach people how to be able to do that, but it's going to be, it's not just like a, here's an attunement. It's like people have to, well, probably have to like kind of change the way they, you know, you're going to have to have like the high vibrational diet. You're going to have to have yourself surrounded by these, by good people. Like, um, it's probably, I know it's going to be easier because it's kind of like, I've come through. Yeah, I'm kind of going off and it's going to be another tangent, but, um, it's, um, yeah, it, it is, it is something I'm going to be teaching, but it's just, it's going to be a lot more complicated than like teaching. Right. Yeah, anyway. yeah. Yeah. But so like, so it's, it's
2: going to be a completely separate thing.
3: Probably yeah. That, right? And it's like when people talk about like quantum and interdimensional, like I'm literally going into other dimensions and it's so like, I can do it without even thinking about it, but like to try and explain or put it into words, yeah, yeah. it's, it's really, really difficult um, because, you know, now to backtrack, so that's the, yeah, that's about all the, this, the, the really important stuff with Egypt, but like what's sort of come of this part of this thing of like, well, how am I doing this? So like, then we got to get into the whole, like, you know, idea of like star seeds and like, extraterrestrial souls in a human body and there's lots of people on earth that are like that. So starting to have memories of lives on other planets and knowledge like of volunteering to come here. So that has always kind of been there, but it's become way more apparent in even just the last four weeks. It was like, You know, like talking about this openly is actually quite difficult. You know what I mean? Like I'm getting better at it because I've taught, shared it with enough people like on a one-on-one basis, but to do this, like I, God only knows how many people are going to hear this. This is kind of a big deal. Like this is now that I'm not, now I'm thinking about it my anxiety is <laughs> going to start, but like it's because like up until now it felt like just the three of us were talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: like, uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we're actually but, on podcast. Yeah right oh shit so anyways um, let me just have a sip of coffee yeah down yeah down.
2: yeah no that's that's fantastic Darren do you have any like questions or thoughts at all on that or?
3: no
0: I'm uh, <laughs> I'm curious to hear what your new method's called
3: Atlantean quantum codes so that's that's what the energy that's what and that's what I got from from, from them um, so it's he, Atlantean quantum codes. There's healing. There's activations, but um, and I'm sure there's more I can do with it that I haven't experienced yet. But like I said, some of it was brand new. Just three days ago, I was working on stuff with um, the ladies I was teaching reiki to, and I was like, "Oh my god, I can do this! Holy cow!" And it's been a lot of that lately. So,
2: have you heard from the three people that you attuned uh, in the in the? sub-training um, chamber at all? Like, have they had any of this crazy stuff happen?
3: Or? No, I haven't heard from them. We keep in, in touch a little bit on Facebook. I don't know. I'm definitely going to be sending them this and be like, hey, what's, you know, when you guys post it, I'll be like, hey, listen to this. <laughs> See if you, if you guys had any things happening. Uh, I'm sure if they had anything crazy, they probably would have messaged me or something, but um, but no, that's a good question. I should reach out and just, you know, I'll, I'll, again, I'll be sending them this this podcast when it's posted and be like, here, listen to this. So, and then what happened to, so I guess part of the reason I'm suddenly getting so much more, many more things happening. And especially now, I mean, again, the energy we're in, it's, things can happen way quicker than they ever have before. And, um, so, you know, even for me, this has been like a six year journey and that's relatively short, especially the last two years, it's been relatively short and it's like now that I've kind of gone through this as I have, it can be a lot faster for others that want to kind of try and do the same. And I'm not, you don't have to go to Egypt. So going back to kind of the extraterrestrial stuff, when they come, they work on me, what they've been doing, all these activations on me. So with these codes I have access to now, I can do the same thing to people And help them in the same way that they've helped me, they will still come through in the sessions and help and like kind of offer guidance and like, well, this is what you got to do and they'll show me, but now I can do a lot of the things they've done for me. So it's pretty, it's kind of crazy. And like, basically what started happening, like when that, that video, remember the one I sent you where I did the Facebook live and I kind of talked about all this because that was hard for me to do. And like, not a lot of people saw it a few hundred, I don't know. But it was, I was still putting myself out there. And once I did, I was like, okay, well, things started escalating. Oh, yeah, yeah. Once we agreed to do this and you guys said, yeah, shit, we'll let you come on the show and talk about your crazy shit. Things started escalating. Um, and even last week, I can't remember. Um, I think I can't remember what it was. Oh, yeah. I just, I decided just set the intention. Okay. I'm going to start taking this more seriously and really try and commit myself to it more things started coming in even nah. stronger like and it was fast so I, I've i worked I've had a lot of different races come working with me and helping me out but the primary one recently and overall has been Arcturian so when I do healing sessions now I it's it's like they're standing beside me talking and just kind of guiding me on things and
2: what do they look like again
3: they're they're not the lion. People, no, 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 no. They're sort of like they're kind of look like across, like at least the way I'm seeing them, they're almost like sort of like a gray, but with more human features. Um, but I don't, I, I don't see them like crystal clear. It's more like their energy and just kind of a it's weird. It's almost like I'm looking at them and kind of trying to remember a foggy memory of what they look like. It's, it's hard to explain, but like, but as I get more in, in tune and get more used to them, they're coming through clearer and clearer and clearer. And I'm getting the messages and the downloads are coming in clearer and clearer and clearer. Channeling through me is becoming more clear and, um, and they are like master healers. So I've started like, like some of the things I, like when I'm, I was already kind of like channeling from, you know, energy from wherever it needs to come from, whether it's other dimensions, but now I'm able to do it with a little bit more intention and understanding because they're, they're teaching me and like, yeah, they will, they will kind of share their, like they'll enter their energy, like their energy will enter me and they're, it's getting to the point where they're like, they're upgrading me so much, they're giving me so much energy that I'm integrating. They're like, you don't even need us to do what we can do. You're going to, you're starting to be able to do it yourself, but they'll still come and help. They'll still give me guidance. So, um, what I was shown this weekend is like the healing I can, with these codes, um, they can actually go in, manipulate DNA, cells, and genes. They can manipulate and change the energy of it. And then the idea is that the physical will sort of catch up and merge with it. Yeah, so it's been three days, so I don't fully understand, but that's what they showed me and told me that that that's sort of the, the newest thing. That, um, that I'm capable of doing. So, and also, well, no, there's no, that's kind of
2: makes sense. When I was trying to do these astral healings on Maria, the, um, I pictured it almost like that, like you would reset it, you would reset almost like wipe away the structure in a way, and mm-hmm. it resets itself automatically, and then, yeah. the physical would attune to that energy,
3: yeah, or yeah, you know, so good, doesn't sound so crazy, I guess to, yeah. you, man, right, yeah. <laughs> so um yeah, so, and I mean, and I'm not suggesting in any way that like, oh, I can heal anything because there's you know. When it comes to things that are affecting us there is the the energetic and spiritual part of it there's also sometimes it there is a physical intervention sometimes mm-hmm. there's an emotional, emotional intervention it needs to happen sometimes there is you know maybe some kind of medicine that's needed, but it's a piece of it yeah it's a piece that's missing from Western medicine that's desperately needs to be here so yeah but there is there you know so it's just it's a big piece so um So like, I don't fully understand what is possible with this, but I just, I do know, like, I mean, people that have come to me for sessions recently, you know, people that have never felt energy are like having these ridiculous experiences, like where, you know, they're shaking and they're having, they're feeling the, their spine is on, you know, lit up and feels like it's glowing, like, and they've never felt anything before. So, um, it's, it's exciting. And I'm like, wow, you know. I'm, I'm so just humbled and blessed to be able to do these things and help people with these things. But it's like, um, I don't want to keep this to myself. I want to figure out, I do like, I absolutely, I want to be able to figure out how to teach people and how to share this with others. Because like, guess what? The faster everybody else can kind of get to be able to do these things or even some of these things, like wow, I want to be alive for the golden age of humanity because it's coming. It's absolutely coming. I kind of want to see what it looks like, you know? And I don't think it's like terribly, terribly far down down the road. Um, But, you know, I think, you know, we're going to see, well, I know we're going to see like, you know, there's going to be a lot more um, interaction. Like, you know, there's the question of whether we're alone about the UFOs and about extraterrestrials and all that kind of stuff. That's going to be answered fairly soon. Like, um, you know, by 2025, I don't, you know, there's not going to be a lot of, you know, there's just, there's going to be a lot of just ships in the sky and people are going to start having more, you know, the experiences I've had where I've had them in my house and touching and telepathic communication and energetic work and stuff like that's just going to become more and more and more common. So like part of why, You know, I have to like do this and kind of like jump out. Like, I mean, there's other people that are talking about this, but like maybe not with my, you know, because I said it hasn't been my whole life, you know, so it's just putting this out there and for people who are like having some of these experiences, no, you're not crazy. As long as you're strong in your protection, no, there's nothing to be afraid of. And it's amazing. It's really, really profound and You know, I'm here to support and help people. Um, If there's anything I can do to help people on your journey, then.
0: How do they track you down? Do you have a website or? Yeah.
3: So um, the number, the, you know, I've got Facebook group and a Facebook page and a website. So my website is thequantumalchemist.ca. If you go to that, all the links to my social media are on there and I'm, I'm, I'm building a lot of it. So it's not like I've got tons and tons of content. I'm fumbling through it and trying to get it going, but everything, you know, I mean, it'll be a bit before this is posted anyway. So probably by the time people listen to it, there'll be a lot more kind of content there. My page where I do my, my Wednesday night meditations, every Wednesday at eight, I do meditations and tomorrow is, 19, I believe, so it'll probably be 20 at least by the time you guys, by the time this is posted, and they're all about meditations, they're, they're, they're meditations about uniting humanity. Um, they've been about just bringing humanity together rather than fighting and divided, right?
2: And you and, do like a guided meditation for yeah, people?
3: I do a guided meditation and I channel energy. And it's they've been very powerful, and there's different themes, like once in a while, it's like sometimes I do... You know, channeling activation energy, sometimes it's um, like I did one last week in support of the convoy and like amplifying the light that they're spreading. And I also, when I do them, I've started, I started fairly early doing this. I connect, this is the thing when you kind of start to understand, like I, there's a lot of things I understand about energy that I just, it's just here. You know, and when you start connecting the energy through, you know, quantum, quantum entanglement and these sorts of things. Um, so every meditation I connect that the energy to amplify it so that every, every person that watches the meditation, no matter when or where they watch it. First of all, you can, you can go back and watch my meditations and the energy is always going to be working. It's always going to be good. Um, So I connect the the energy for everybody that watches it at any time. Then also any meditation that I've ever done before or in the future, all those people are connected to every meditation. Then anybody that's doing any meditation that has a similar intention, similar vibration, similar frequency connect with all that energy. So like they're all really powerful. And I mean, not saying like, and you know, and I noticed like once I started doing them, like things started shifting like real fast.
2: What's your Facebook group again?
3: So the Facebook so the Facebook page where I do the meditations is called Jslow J S L O The Quantum Alchemist. And I post those meditations and I post like Reiki classes and events on there. And then that's the page and then I actually started a group like just yesterday cuz I was like, well I kind of want to have people, I was thinking about it, you know, people are going to have questions and people maybe want to be silly because like on a page only I post, right? And people can comment on my posts, but I wanted to have something where people could kind of discuss things and talk about whatever and just share ideas. So I just started one called Atlantean Quantum Code Discussion and that's a new page that anybody can join and just, um, our new group, sorry. And that one, yeah, it's for. For, I wanted to just get more interaction and people talking about these things. And and that's where they go if they want a session or something too? So if people want a session, like um, by the time this is posted, I should have it set up that they can book um, through the website, they can book a session. But yeah, I mean, if somebody's like, I don't want to go through your website, I mean, I just would rather message you on Facebook. They can just send me a message on Facebook. Like, I mean, I, I it's, it doesn't matter. I just want to... You know, however people want to connect, even on my, on my, uh, on my website, I even put my cell phone number on it. I put it there just, just for text messages. Cause some people would don't want to do anything. You know, maybe they just want to text, they can text me and, and book an appointment that way too. Um, cool. That sounds awesome. We should do this
2: again after
3: a little while. Yeah. I would love to. Cause like, you know, like I just, I wrote down like some of the things. So, I mean, I do, you know, traditional Reiki healing, of course, and um i can remove you know i've gotten into like attachment and entity removal and i can do that remotely from people or places but then it's like on top of like the dna and cellular and gene upgrades and stuff like that um all those sort of things i mean i, I like all the normal Normal type healing stuff is going to happen, but then there's, there's a lot of extra things that are, that are possible, but it, it's, it's sort of dependent on what the person's ready for what they're going to experience. But I mean, everybody is going to get some sort of upgrade, but in some people it's like a huge leap and some people it's a smaller one, but like, um, you know, I, I have, I've all my sessions have been really, really positive for months, like. I used to, and I, and I mean, I need to be atta- just, just detached from the outcome. That's one thing about when you're doing healing work, like not everybody's going to have the same experience, but I mean, where somebody's like, oh, I didn't really feel too much. I'm just relaxed. That hasn't happened in forever. There's always some, some really amazing things happening in the session. So I'm just, I, it's such a fun journey. It's, it's just been so mind blowing, so profound. And I'm just, I'm just happy to do it. It just makes me so happy doing it. It really does. And when I see people experience something for the first time, like we're talking earlier about that, when you feel energy for the first time and you can't unexperience that and you just, you see the light bulbs go off and their eyes are like, what this is real. And it's just, it's, I love helping people experience that. It's just fantastic. Awesome.
0: Right on Jay. Yeah. it has been fun. Yeah. yeah thanks for coming and spending some time great. with us uh, on the show.
3: Thanks for letting me share my, Crazy story oh, yeah, to a anytime. Few people. Yeah,
0: that's
2: good. <laughs>
1: okay. I'm walking gingerly through the red race. Take a look at the big old smile on my face. Kicking around down by the pool of narcissists. The people are many, they preen themselves. Oh, how they navel gaze. Somewhere over that hill, the gloomy skies cease to exist. I'm climbing that hill, I pass by, and pity the poor Sisyphus. I go into hyperdrive, turn into a beam of light. I'm strolling down aesthetic electric avenue. The people are predictable, they say, good morning, how do you do? When out of nowhere, a randomly pure angel in the crosswalk bumps into me And in doing so, knocks all the evil and all the wind out of me And it's black as tar, ugly as ever, and of no apology this angelic mama sings heavenly of the truest theology. Together we're a seraphim dream, forever young with no chronology. A thousand years from now, we'll be written into ancient mythology. We go into hyperdrive and turn into a beam of light. Can you tell me about the view up there? It's sparkling remarkably, the air is crystal clear Well please won't you tell me what it takes to transcend this place A little bit of heart and a whole lot of soul Take a look at the big old smile on my face As my angel says dance with me and your life will never ever ever be told. I go into hyperdrive. Turn into a beam of light. 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 To a beam of light